What's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men, and you're listening to Nerd Thug Radio on IRLoneStar.com. Uh. What? It was all a dream. I used to read Nintendo Power Magazine. Man. <laughs> yes. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of Nerd Thug Radio. I am the Captain Joey Savage, sitting here with my heterosexual life partner. Corey DLG. Behind the ones and twosies. Nico DLG. It's the your boy. It's the your boy. The twosies. twosies. Well, he's a boy, so we call okay. you know, we let the, the doozies. bring the words down to his name. Okay. His, his level. Yeah, boy. You know? You know, I was told the other day I said halvesies, and somebody said that that's... Let's go halvesies on the twosies, the well, koozies like, for shoesies. Like, I walked by somebody, and they were there was two dudes, and they were, like, sharing, like, I guess one of them had gone cheap at Wendy's or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you guys going halvesies, huh? And I was told that nobody says halvesies. I say halvesies. <laughs> and I was like, I feel pretty confident that hey, well, I just said halvesies. Speaking of halvesies, whenever we go to Louisiana this coming week, we can go halvesies on some stuff. There you, you know? go. Okay, see. So, like I just said, we're going to be in Louisiana this what? coming weekend. <laughs> Louisiana Comic Con in Lafayette, Louisiana. I'm so excited. Operator, won't you put me on through? I've got to send my love well, down to Baton Rouge. No. Hurry up, got to get on the line. We won't be in Baton Rouge, line. though, but oh. we will be in Lafayette. Okay. Uh, you can get tickets still. Check out the nerdthugradio.com website under the events. It'll link you straight to the page. i got to tell you, the website's shaping up pretty It's going sweet. pretty well. It's pretty sweet. So you can great. check all of our archives on nerdthugradio.com. Yeah, yeah. We also got blogs, beef. most of us. <coughs> <coughs> so we're going to go on the record right now. This is already on record. This isn't new news. No, this is news now. Me and DLG are sitting. We're, we're laying down the law of the land. The law. Nico DLG, you have one week to get a blog up and a Facebook profile, or you are fired from Nerd Thug Yeah. Radio. All right, so my fifth firing. Uh, no, no, this is for real this time. Okay. Wait no. a minute. For the record, you haven't been fired yet ever. You've been threatened to be fired. That's right. It's like it's like when Vince McMahon would tell Stone Cold that you're you fired. Right, but then Stone Cold would win the match. Like, you better win the match. So okay, I can do that. you got to win the match. You're done. That's right. All right. And this oh. isn't lame, like when Kane said, if I don't win, I'll light myself on fire, and you knew Kane was going to win because I couldn't let him light himself right. on fire. Although, speaking of careers, uh, coming up, WWE uh, No Mercy, the next SmackDown pay-per-view, Ooh. Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. Dolph Ziggler is putting his career on the line for the Intercontinental title. So Dolph Ziggler wins. He's got to, right? Or maybe he loses, That's and the then, only he, option. Uh, then he goes to, to Raw. Or he takes some time off. Maybe so. One of the two. How long has Ziggler's been around for a minute this time, right? Yeah. You can always kind of track. Like He's been going a good while now. Yeah, if it's about eight months or nine months, they're going to... Time for a break. Yeah. They, they, yeah. All right, let's stay away they from don't the wrestling. Like they do, we do a lot of wrestling. So we're going to be in Louisiana Comic Con. Yeah. Next segment, we're going to be interviewing a featured cosplayer at the show. Yes, we are. L Graves. Pretty excited. Our first phone interview. This is the real stuff, man. This is the real deal. This is the real deal, but don't tell her it's our first time. That's right. We don't want her to know. We don't want her to know that she took it from us. Yeah, so... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Whoa. Hey, before we get too far away from wrestling, I just watched the Jake the Snake documentary. How'd that go? I really liked it. I heard it's really, really good. It's really good. It's really honest. Even it's, though it's made by the W... It's made can, by DDP, right? It's made by DDP's power yoga stuff. Right. And you can tell that the yoga... Like, they say that the yoga has a lot to do with his rehab, but also, it's a very honest documentary about Jake the Snake's this alcoholism. This is not the first one they've made, either. No, and, and Jake, but this isn't, this one doesn't feel like a, uh, like a pay-per-view or like a commercial for DDP's yoga. It truly is about Jake trying to okay. sober up. I still need to watch it. Um, and it, 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 it pinnacles with him getting into the Hall of Fame with uh, Scott Hall. Right. So, because Scott Hall kind of comes in about two thirds of the way through, and he has the same issue. He he he's even but worse. He hasn't recovered. Uh, well, actually, that's the thing is like both of them recover in there, 
but then as they get away from it, the further away they get the more from lapse, it's harder. It's hard. It you're talking about alcoholism. You're talking about a 30 year habit with both of them. So this weekend when we're in Louisiana Comic Con, we're going to start our own alcohol habits. Well, we've already got those. But <laughs> right. one of the featured guests is the Honky Tonk Man. Oh, so hopefully we uh, we can with our pe- press passes we can get close and get a oh my talk gosh, a little bit. Guys, we have press passes. We got to ask. Yeah. We got to ask about some Jake the Snake if he's got any. Crazy snake stories. Snake yeah. stories. Snake story. Ads. Also, uh, I want to try this. Uh, I want to stand too close to someone more important than me, yeah. and just see if I can get my private parts to touch. Part <laughs> oh of them. God, no! Like just like like even just like just the hip or something. You can't say that on the show. No, just my private parts, just my special area. <laughs> now they're gonna know. Scrap the my, show, guys. We're starting over. Just my, just my, Once we get there, they're like that guy can't yeah. come in. Just like my zone of terror. I just want to. I just want to just graze it against a famous person. That guy can't come in. Do you, yeah, think, do you think they're going to let me do that? Revoke his okay, so, Nico. What are we doing? Uh, how's school going, man? You it's started going, school this week, right? It's going pretty good. None of my teachers are terrible, so this is a oh, good sign. Awesome. Wait, that's tell awesome. them about your non-Indian Indian teacher. Oh, oh yeah, yeah he's pretty this. great. He, uh, Did he think you were Indian? Uh, no. I would have thought that. I mean, yeah, I figure as much, but I always I always wear a hat yeah, to school because I never want to brush my hair. <laughs> see that. So I You wear a hat? Yeah. What did I tell you about hats, dude? I don't I don't brush my hair, so I can't. Right, but wear just them. look at okay, look at you right now. You look homeless, but you don't look homeless with a hat. <laughs> like when you wear a hat, it does nothing to enhance your image at all. No, he, of course not. He looks like it's a nineteen eighties like Cuban baseball player. Yeah. Like Joey <laughs> exactly you've the mastered the hat. Like well, the I'm hat bald. is part of your exactly I'm bald. It's me. Exactly. Like you look better with hat than without. Oh like, god, yes. When you take hat off, someone's like, Here's your oh, hat, sir. So a lot of times when I go to buy alcohol at the grocery store, gas station or whatever, like you had your ID? I just take my hat off. Immediately, I get the pass. Right, they're just like, <laughs> oh, "You're good. Never, Never mind. mind. My bad. My bad, bro." <laughs> they like wave the manager. He's fine. No, he's, he's good. Fine. Do you see his head? Don't stop him. Look at it. Just <laughs> let him. Just let him go. Let him go. But, All right, but I want to hear about you your teacher. Can't, you can't wear. You're not a hat guy. Hey, don't listen to your brother. Do whatever you want. I want to exactly. hear about this teacher. Get a mirror, bro. Well, don't do whatever you want because if you don't get that Facebook profile, you're fired. Yeah, right, yeah. I will Donald Trump you. You're fired. I will I've just been trumped. myself on fire. Yep, there we go. All that right, was, so tell me about this um, Apache teacher of yours. Uh, he's pretty cool. Wrong Indian. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's tell pretty me about cool. this Comanche teacher. No, uh, no, Indian dot. Cherokee. In- I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay. he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't look Indian. Does he look like Gandhi? Not really. He reminds me of Jake Gyllenhaal for some reason. Uh He's got really dark hair and really thick eyebrows. I don't know why. I just think of, you remember the way he, uh, Gyllenhaal looked in Nightcrawler? Yeah, swipe like that. left. That, Tell me about this ghost. Like that. Yeah, I'm I'm bored <laughs> of this story. You said Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Don't go back out there without me, Sarge. That's by Jake Gyllenhaal. Fair. I like Fair. it. I like it. It's from Black Hawk Down. So DLG. I he's in that movie. Uh, Nico doesn't know this story, but you called yes. and told me because you know we talk like twice a day. We Bada do. Boom. It's true. It's the realest guys in the room. Tell uh, me, tell me about this story of yours. So, uh, let's play off the supernatural feel from last week. Right. So. And then we'll go into the I'm, a, I'm on a ghost theme right now. I'm yeah, on a ghost are. kick. He, because of this. I ain't afraid of no ghost. This put oh. me down my ghost hey, kick here. Ernie Hudson will also be at Louisiana oh, Comic Con. I'm going to tell him I'm haunted. afraid of no ghost. See? Uh. So here's what started it about eight months ago, six months ago. Did you, did you figure out how long ago it was? Uh-huh. Seven months, 23 days. Okay, That's so an undetermined amount of time back. <laughs> um, Joey handed me one of his phones and he said, hey, get this to your sister, uh, Sticky Vicky. Get it to her. It's tree to rock around to rock around Sticky Vicky. Yeah. So the reason being is that Tricky Vicky always has little side businesses. She's a hustler. Um, Hustler, baby. I just want you to know. I'm just going to sing every time I feel the need. (laughs) Something something connections. Right. There we go. Go. But but so uh, she had one of these ones where she was fixing the cracked iPhone screens. Yeah. Um, I need my cracks. Right. So 
No, no. <laughs> but so Victoria was fixing those for people. She only did like three or four of them, I think. Yeah. But she had like the whole machine and everything because they send it all to you, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, so Joe, so Joey was like, "Well, have her look at my phone. Tell me what it's going to be, and I'll probably have her fix she it." She was too expensive. Right. Well, you didn't. As she should be. Right. Well, you you found out it wasn't. You thought it was. You thought you were handing us like a five, and it wanted that it was like, like a, a three or something. Four. Like I, I have it now, and I don't even know if I have a charger anymore for this thing. Right. It's like a brick. It's clearly, <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's, it's like one of those yeah. big uh, like giant Lego bricks. You know what it yeah. is? It's it's the it's the pre photo and a Ginny Craig thing. It's the before picture. Yeah. Like it's, it's like when you're looking at the TV, it's like, I used to be this, and now I'm this. Yeah. And I always like, I'll take the one on the left. You're always like, Cause that never, one? that's never the same person. Right. <laughs> it probably isn't a lot of them. But anyway, so this phone, he hands it to me, and, I, and I'm like, okay. And then when he gets the price and he finds out it's the wrong one, he's like, you know what? Don't bother. I'm not going to pay 70 bucks to fix like a, a, a six-year-old phone. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, cool. Whatever. He goes, just hang on to it. Next time I see you, I'll get it from you. All right, cool. So Seven years later. So somehow it makes the move with me to the new house. Okay. All right. And in the process of making the move, it now winds up. I don't. I mean, I don't know how to explain this. So here's what happened. Uh, I've already been in the house for like a week and a half. Yep. Uh, sleeping, setting my alarm, going to work. Yep. The usual. The huge. So literally two days ago, uh, my alarm goes off. Yep. Uh, sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> wait, ghost wait, man. Wait to catch that. So my alarm goes off, and I notice there's music playing. And you're like, where's that from? Right. So I, I stop my alarm, and then I'm like, yeah, nope. There's still definitely, like, I can definitely clearly hear music. music playing. And it's some sort of, like, soft little, like, ice cream man sort of ditty. It's like, do 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 Which are the best. Ice cream man, when you hear that sound when you're a kid, woo, let's go running. So I'm trying to figure out what the heck this is. And I'm looking around, and I'm glancing. I, I just got a tablet from AT&T. Uh, for ninety nine cents, because I did all these upgrades to get the TV packages and all that stuff. So I'm like, okay, maybe this maybe this dumb tablet is doing something weird. So I turn it on. Nope, not the nope. tablet. I literally have to power it up. So I'm like, okay, well, it's obviously not the tablet then. So yeah. I turn the tablet back off. Go go gadget tablet. So then, and I don't hear direction very well because I am deaf in one ear, so I don't hear stereo sound. So I don't know where things come from. Yeah. So I have to actually get up and walk around my room until I, I'm practically on top of it. All incognito. In, in in one of the boxes, like it's in kind of a corner of the room, and I uh, my first thought is, holy crap, there's somebody in my closet. <laughs> And I was like, I was like so, so someone snuck into your house to play to play music oh spookily in well, your closet. Well, like I'm sure they snuck in to murder me or something, but their alarm went off because <laughs> oh, they fell asleep. Crap, I gotta or go something. to work, right? <laughs> or maybe someone's texting them like, "Hey, don't kill him. I need. He's gonna loan me twenty bucks." I don't like. I don't know. <laughs> it still owes me twenty bucks. Yeah, don't kill I don't, him yet. I don't know. Or it's like scenario. his mom. She's like, "Have a good day, killing yeah. son. I enjoy, packed your lunch. Enjoy your murders. I enjoy your murders. <laughs> I get your cookies." But so all of a sudden, I'm like, man, somebody's in the closet. So the first thing I do is I swing the closet door open and thank God there's nobody in there. And I'm like, all right, okay, You're I guess like, I'm still alive. But then I realize now it's kind of behindish me. So I turn around and one of my boxes is still not unpacked yet. I wish there was like a video of this and it was all suspenseful and like you hear the sound. <laughs> I just, I just imagine like, him like creeping over and being like, "Ninety-nine <laughs> percent is what that's what happened." Because I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to make any noise on my way over there because I didn't want Killer to know that I was surprising him. Because my only hope is that he nobody's going to hear Corey coming. Listen, I'm a ninja when I need to be, but like my thought was like, he, if he doesn't drop murder weapon, he kills me. Right? Like right. if I swing open the door 
And There's he doesn't drop it there. in surprise. Yeah. Now I'm going to die. Yeah. So I was trying to be super stealthy when I get this door open, and there's no one in there, thank God, I guess. Uh, and so I reach in the box, and I'm like, now I'm digging through this box blindly trying to figure out where this music is coming from. you don't have your glasses on. No, I don't have my glasses on. I can't see. The lights are off. Like, I'm literally freaking out in my head. Like, I know I hear music. This is real. Like, what is going on? You thought oh it was all God. over. That sounds, that sounds extremely scary. So then I come across this stupid phone, and I'm like, what the heck, man? So I'm looking at it, and it's not mine, and I can't figure out where it would even have come from. The only other phone password I know, aside from my own, is Joey's. So literally when I push the thing, it, the code comes up for the pa- for for a password. So I'm like, well, I know it's not my phone. So I just type in Joey's password on the phone, <laughs> and it works. And I was like, holy crap. It's got pictures of like him and Allie in the background. It's like all his apps and all that. And I'm like, why is this thing? So there's two problems. One, the battery is at 13%. So if I had left it on for this whole time, greatest battery in the history of mankind, yeah. we would agree it's been at least six months. Six yeah. months at least. So Because it was before we – you know yeah. what? It was probably right when we started the Nerd Thug Radio. It was, it was, definitely, only, it was definitely before. Yeah, I, I remember, it was I remember before. seeing it. I remember seeing it at my house in our little coaster holder. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was before. Yeah, it was radio. before. So this is like you know, pre- at least At least a couple weeks before This is like pre-Nerd Thug Radio. So this is probably seven to nine months ago. So we started in April. We're in October. So that's six months. So at least seven to eight. Seven, somewhere between seven <sighs> and nine months ago. So there's no way this thing was on the whole time. Which means nope. Which means maybe, maybe it got accidentally nope. turned on in the move. Except it hasn't gone off at all before now. Until now. Until until the other morning. The other bah, morning was the bah, first time bah. it's gone. Um. So now I'm left literally with the I don't know what the heck just happened. Like I don't understand. I don't understand what happened with this phone. What, I don't understand. What kind of scenario would they even get to? Because even if your phone just turned on, like the music just coming on doesn't make any sense. Well, it was an alarm. It was, it was alarm. a stupid alarm. Oh, I, okay. But I don't understand. I don't understand how it kept an alarm bah, for, bah, for that bah. for nine months. Yeah, and then no, one's, chose, no one's charged it in like forever. I thought maybe it just got really hot and the battery warmed up to thirteen percent. Though maybe I don't That's, know. That'd okay. be a heck of a when my when my phone heats up, it just dies faster. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. iPhones are kind of crazy. Maybe you accidentally it was off. And somehow or another, like it just yeah, but no one's charged on. it in at least. But six if it was turned, let's say it got turned off. Right, Vicky turns it off to see if she can fix it. It had like thirteen percent, and then it never turns it back on. And somehow or another, a ghost snuck into your room and turned it back on. Well, no, that's obviously. I mean, that's that's, that's the what sad, happened. That's the scenario. That's is that happened. obviously a ghost turned it back on? Maybe when everyone is helping you move, Nico DLG's mom turned it on to play a trick on you. But she picked like. A week and a half later for the alarm call. She's that's pretty devious. Where do you like, think? Where do you sweet. think Vicky got the name Tricky, bro? That's true. That'd be pretty awesome. That'd be that'd be bold. That's a that's a pretty killer prank. But like, so that's that's scared the crap out of me though. That morning, like, I definitely was like, "What the hell, man? Like, what was going on?" He, you called me that night and you're like, "Dude, the strangest thing just happened." So, <laughs> mind you, you've been calling me about some strange things that have just involved stranger your, your new roommates at your place. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, he's got some more roommate stuff. And uh, no, you're like, you were literally, you sounded freaked out on the phone. It was because of how you, odd it was for yeah, it to happen. You were, you were flabbergasted. Right, because I couldn't the think of... The events leading up to the scenario literally make no sense. Right, like I can't think of a way for the or, or a reason for the phone to turn back on. That's the problem. Like... Like, I feel like we're on, like, one of the episodes of Taps when they're, like, trying to debunk something. Right. And they're all just like, I don't know, it's a door. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's got to be a door creek. I don't know. But, like, for the, there's no reason for the phone to turn back on. Yeah. There's not a, a good reason. You should get a camera and set it up. And no, not doing it. Not doing it, bro. 
Not doing it. Decided a long time ago, I don't want to know if a ghost comes to visit me every night. You know what happens every time you open your mouth, right? What happens? Bada boom. Rose ghost. In the room. Yeah? Yeah, every time you open your mouth, man. Just so we're clear. Don't open. Just so we're clear. <laughs> so I'm not supposed to bring my zone of terror to the Lafayette Convention. Nope. But you can bring ghost zones everywhere you want. Yeah, well, yeah, not? they're ghosts. They're intangible. That's ridiculous. They're intangible. That's, you keep your ghost zones to yourself. Ghost zone. I'm in my Welcome. ghost zone. I'm in my ghost zone. <laughs> so I've been on this the... creepy ghost kick because of this. Okay. Yeah, um, that makes sense. That's a reasonable. Right. So for the last two days. I like Casper. So literally. All right. So here's what happened. So that happened. That creeped me out. Real big time. That creep creeped creep me out. out. Get, so, get creeped. So on my first break from work, I'm sitting in my. I like right now, like it's into the month at work. So it's super stressful. So I sit in my car and I turn on music and I take like little. You smoke a Little naps. Chug a beer. Go back inside. Right. Collect money. Yeah. Chug a little those little small like yeah. airplane bottles of vodka. Heck yeah, man. Just relax. Just relax. So real quick, I was at the uh, liquor store yesterday, and they have like this big like grab bag of those. And it's like <laughs> you know when you go, it's like mix and match. Yeah, <laughs> and I like mix and match five for five. I was like, wow, this is that's, so great. That's not a bad deal. <laughs> it's, it's not. This okay. is America, go ladies and gentlemen. Here's two hundred dollars. Here's <laughs> <laughs> go, go to the ghost story. Uh, so I uh, pull up my Facebook, and the first thing that pops up is the buzz has posted this video. Um, Ghosts are real The buzz gets really good YouTube videos Like they don't post Like lame videos Put that on Phyllis Right so 94 Man Phyllis What up girl Seriously Seriously girl (laughs) Seriously Um, Yeah I'm so obnoxious Like there's no hope for me (laughs) She's not deaf So you're out (laughs) (laughs) You know that girl Never messaged me The deaf girl thought She was better than me I could see why Yeah Not even good enough Oh I gotta We'll come back I gotta comment We'll come back back later We got like Nine ten minutes. Let's we got like internet dating. We can do. I could do. I could do thirty minutes on internet dating. Just we'll, dro- we'll drop that the last segment. Um, but so, so literally, I'm sitting there, and the first link, the first thing that comes up on Facebook is from the Buzz. They post this video, and it's uh, this girl had trouble sleeping for about a month, so she films herself sleeping. You won't believe what the, what the video catches. So some I was like, guy was coming in and sniffing her in the that's face. That's what I thought. Like I thought somebody because I've seen one of those before. Ugh. So in New York, that happens a lot. Creepy people, man. Homeless people break into apartments to steal, and then they they figure out like interesting living situations right there where they can hide. And so there was this video where this room, where this guy thought his girlfriend was sleep eating, and like taking things out of the fridge. Like he kept a key, he, like they were having fights about it. Oh boy! So he sets up a camera to catch her doing it, and he discovers that there's a uh, like a like a crawl space above his entryway yeah and it, he thought it like it was like just like a shelf no it's an actual crawl space that goes behind the walls and there was a homeless lady living in his walls and Whoa. she was coming down and like eating the food and using the restroom even watching tv and in and so like they show like this like crazy like cut up of like a bunch like a montage of right, all the different right. times that she's walked around their living room while they're all asleep and in one of them the boyfriend actually walks out and almost catches her she's watching tv i guess on mute and I guess he heard something or, or something along the lines. And he walks out. She immediately turns the TV off. It kind of disappears for a second in, like, the blackness of the camera. And he walks right by her, like, Ooh, inches, inches by her. Then he, like, he drinks something out of the fridge, and then he goes back to bed. That's why you have never dogs. Knows. That is why you, that's, that is why you get dogs. That's why you have dogs. But so this girl makes or this video, hamsters. and I thought it was going to be another one of those. We're like the creepy guy right, right. living in the crawl space, or uh, somebody comes in through the window and does something awful. Yeah. But no, what instead what it is, literally about, it's about a 40-second video. Uh, her door just starts opening completely by itself. Okay. And then next thing you know, like two to three seconds later, enough time to walk towards the bed, the sheets start sliding down the bed completely on their own. And that's when she springs awake because it like it uncovers her. Right. So she she hits the wall light and the light comes on 
and then immediately, like three seconds after she hits it, the light blinks out. Then she grabs her phone and she's like looking around and like you can tell she's freaking out. Oh, seriously. I'm not sleeping tonight. So seriously, thanks, Corey DLG. Seriously, this girl is freaking out. She pulls the sheets back up. She kind of reassures herself. She gets out. She walks around the house. She comes back in. She pushes the door closed. She lays down in the bed, and when she goes to turn the light off, <laughs> you can, don't do that. Don't mess with me when I'm telling the story. <laughs> so when, when she goes to turn the light off, she uh, she turns it off, and then it sparks right back on that light, and that freaks her out more than anything. Now she's like looking around. Time she, to move. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tell me that's not Time to get, move. get out of the house, man. That's, yeah, that's that's the end of it. So right I have there. been like in a rabbit hole of ghost YouTube Swag videos left. since then. Like I can't stop. I can't get out of it, man. Oh, man, there's always. I, mean, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. There's a great one on a baby monitor. Oh god, it's so creepy. Oh, baby monitors. They uh. Have, like, you, have you seen the uh, the one who was some guy hacked uh, the baby monitor? Yeah, oh, and he's like from, yelling at the baby. No, he he starts playing All Star. <laughs> that's kind of nice. Mouth? Yeah, that's kind of nice, but it's so weird that someone like no, yeah. but it, like the, the kid's asleep, right? And then he just like starts blaring Smash Mouth, and the kid wakes up, and he like walks out, and the dad comes in, and he's like, "What's going on?" That's that's mean. Yeah, like so a lot of these, a lot that's, of the ones that are upsetting, a lot of the ones that are on the Wi-Fi network now, yeah. they can be hacked, and oh, so yeah. people, so like, and then what's dumb is the 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 baby monitor has like speakers both ways, so like the parents can coo the baby back to bed without right, getting right, out of bed, right. kind of thing. Rock, so now rock. people can like yell at the baby. Through the hacked Wi-Fi, and so that's what people like. Basically, put put security on your Wi-Fi, right? People. Yeah, that's what that comes down to. It's, yeah, but so put uh, a password on it. It could be uh, probably not password. But there's a fantastic little ghost video though. the The woman's downstairs playing with the baby monitor while the the woman is upstairs setting it up. Okay, so it's like a mother daughter combo, and and she's like, "Oh look, I can even move it around." She's got like a little Irish or Scottish action. She's moving the camera around, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna try and see your face. Hang on one second. And so when she's pulling it up. When it when it clears the crib, you see the the woman standing there over the thing, and behind her you see a door, and there's a face leaning out, uh, leaning out past the door, and then like as soon as it realizes it's being seen, like it like backs away. Well, the woman freaks out and goes sprinting up the stairs. She's like screaming no. her daughter's name, like like she's freaking out. Nope. Uh, when she gets there, it's a bathroom. There's nowhere else to go. <laughs> there's no one in the room. Oh god. Nope. No. Yeah, nope. like I'm telling you, dude, I've seen some great YouTube videos. Oh God, this See, this is, is, this, is, this is what I'm saying. Like Stuff that could be real just makes it all, all, the, all the much worse. Let's talk about something positive. Well, hang on. Let's, go. Wanna, let's go down this scary thing because we only uh, get a scary couple. We're almost coming to Halloween. Right. We only get, Look, it's I'll be, almost October. I'll be like, get in the, Disney get the, in a couple weeks. Pre- you can do all the scary stuff you want. But we, we only get a couple weeks of Halloween. we got to do some scary this kind of. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. One of my favorite musicals ever. So you... This is this is what you believe can happen, right? Ghosts, right? Believe, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so you're why you're, not? Well, I don't have a why not. I I know there are ghosts. Yeah. I, I've experienced I just, the supernatural. I know. I, I feel like there are ghosts. I I do feel my, disgruntled. My, I, feel, I feel like my grandma. This guy's sees interrupting ghosts. me, Corey. He's interrupting me. What are you doing? I'm, I'm he's sorry. interrupting I was trying me. To what are you doing? Story. He's disru- He's interrupting. What are you doing? Go for it. <laughs> I feel disgruntled with as much technology as we have. We haven't had more ghosts. Spottings. But but see when I show you ghost spottings, you then sometimes I'm like, no, nah, that's not right. Right. You're then like, no, no way. This not is clearly one. fake. Not that one. This is E.T.'s cousin. Like you you always you always put <laughs> yeah, this E.T.'s cousin. That's E.T.'s cousin. Like, this is E.T.'s cousin. E.T.'s cousin. Uh, 
There's another good one where this guy gets pulled down a hallway by like a shadowy mass, and like that's, that's not okay. But yeah, like he's walking not down. Not okay. He's walking down. Not the okay. Yeah, bad goes. Nope. Get back to yeah. you. Get back to Go your, to your wall. room. Get back to your but wall. Like he's walking, and then all of a sudden there's a shadowy mass, and like he falls back when he sees it, and then it grabs his leg and tries to drag him away. That's not okay. Yeah. Not I, okay. I always, I always <laughs> yeah. believe in ghosts. I feel like I feel like my grandma always sees stuff. Like, like she'll be at our house, and then she'll, like, and as she soon just, as we have a window open, she immediately goes to the window and closes it. And I'm like, she oh, immediately this. just start, like, doing her Hail Marys when she goes in places. She's like, per- Grandma saw a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, Grandma pretty, saw a ghost. Pretty much, because she's always, she's, always, she's always closing the windows. And, you know, she's kind of paranoid. She's getting, she's getting older. But, you know, she'd always say something very creepy. She's like, they're standing outside, and they're looking in. Oh, hey! <laughs> Did someone get Grandma oh! her medicine? <laughs> and, 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 and I'm just like, who? And she's like, they're just outside. Okay, thanks, Grandma. Thanks, Grandma. And thanks, Grandma. She, I feel, I I'll feel take like those she, eggs now. She's supernatural. I saw her. She can grow literally anything out of anything. Uh, she grew She grew a flower out of a twig she put in a Wendy's cup. Yeah, you guys have told me some weird <laughs> things. He got really close to the Michael Allen. Right. He got really excited. Uh, well, Victoria told me one time where she actually made a watermelon field in their backyard. That's yeah. awesome. Like, she can just, she does have this. She's a witch. She's a bizarre green you're, you're, Your yeah. grandma's a witch, bro. She's There's not, no doubt about she's, it. She's. She she freaks me out, and she it, always well, it, every time you can't she, call her that because in the Hispanic culture there are no good witches. Yeah, no. Okay. So it's, it's she's got to be something else. She's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> she um, and she always she always talks about she always, she always talks about seeing seeing stuff like like if we come over she's like I knew this would happen I saw yeah. you in my dreams yeah she like she Ooh, says that's yeah crazy. she does say stuff like that. Why well, had that crazy dream about your grandpa? You did you did he had passed though so I I feel like that as much your mind and him setting you at ease I can see that that's what Allie said now Mommy you're savage. your grandmother and my grandmother are sisters they are does your grandmother have any weird stories because you know the stories from my grandmother no not really so how is it that mine has these uh, like just I don't know like how much of that do you, how much of that do you believe I don't I really heard much of your grandma's stories you haven't no most of the stories I've we, we don't you know we don't talk much yeah uh, most of the stories I hear about your old house with your mom and right, the right, top right. of the stairs top. and okay. all that so you crazy didn't, stuff. Okay, so growing up in Baytown, you didn't hear much about the... No. Okay. All I was right. probably just young and didn't give a care. There were too many. There's too many for us to go into right now. There were toys everywhere. There, there were, were He-Man toys. toys. Oh, God, there were toys everywhere. There was, there was like He-Man a, toys and there was a Nintendo with RBI baseball. So okay. what else was I going to do? So, Fair. So there's two, two... And there was turkey. I'll try and squeeze two in real quick here. And so football. I have a very vivid memory of every time going to, to Grandma's house when we were much younger, when we were little, little... Of having this friend, I was always excited to go. I always had this friend to play with. I remember bringing him back home to mom's house one time. You taking him back, uh, imaginary mom, friend. Imaginary friend. I didn't know he was imaginary. Uh, mom tells a story, and it's it is an imaginary friend in the story. But I had a memory of of it being a real, real person, and a I, real life boy, a real life boy, real and life like, boy. I, and I don't remember what he looks like now, but I just remember that no, there was a kid. Like I remember vividly there being another kid there, and so. The way she told one of the stories, and the first time she told me the story, I was like 15 already. And so when she tells me the story, it's kind of a trip because basically the house has all these supernatural things that happen. Very weird, like, nuisance type stuff. Like like a kid wanting attention type stuff. Right. Okay, now now I'm starting to remember some yeah, of Yeah, like stories. moving chess pieces, now I'm starting china to in the cabinet, I'm doors remember, open I'm closing. remembering these stories now. Right, little things. And so Nana would call it Casper. Right, um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so Casper would, but he was friendly. Casper was just mischievous. There was one thing he would do that was super creepy, though, is every night at an exact time, it was 10-something, you couldn't use the phone because it was like somebody in the house was already on the phone. Woo. So this is, the, this is the old day of, of landlines where you got to get a dial tone. Do you know what a landline have, is, Nico? Yeah, I do know what okay. a landline is. <laughs> you have to get a dial tone. You have to actually physically connect with the outside before you can dial. 
And so you couldn't do it because it felt like the phone was already in use. And it was the same time every day. So while I had the imaginary friend with us back here in the spring in the house we grew up in, when we came back, mom went to use the phone to tell dad that we were about to leave. And she's like, God, it is so weird that this thing happens every night at this time. And Nana goes, oh, that's odd. It hasn't happened all week. And that's when mom goes crazy pale face because I'd been playing around all week with an imaginary friend and blaming little things on him that she was like, why are you doing this? You never do this. I was like, well, I didn't. It was Casper. Because it wasn't me. And so that's so terrifying. Yeah, that freaked out mom big time because she said, I brought home a ghost. You brought home a ghost. That's what you did. That's what you did right there. Right. Well, it's no ghost on the next segment. We will be interviewing a real live person. Whoop, whoop. That's That's a real thing. L. Graves coming in the next segment. Yeah, I'm Nerds Dog Radio. Talking nerdy to you. I was going to do it. It took a while. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you listening to the podcast? What do you think so far? We really like doing it. Hit us up on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio with your thoughts. Uh, keep in mind, we're live every Monday from 1 to 3. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're everywhere. Nerd Thug Radio. I feel like this is just going to run for a while. Where's, the, where's the build-up here? Yeah, here we go. I mean, it's going no on up. forever. Man, he didn't even get us to the good part. Find the good part next time. <laughs> Come on. Welcome you told back. me the time. Welcome back. Well, that was for the intro. Now we're on segment two. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, welcome My back mistake. to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. The failure as always. Nico <laughs> DLG. The man uh, hanging on by a thread. Hanging on by a thread. We have special guests with us here today. Uh, cosplayer L Graves. L, say hello. Hi, everyone. She is going to be at uh, Louisiana Comic-Con this weekend, uh, October 8th and 9th. Uh, we will also be there, so you guys should come check it out, uh, see her cosplay with some others, and all the... Uh, we're gonna we're looking forward to see the Honky Tonk Man, I think. Uh, and Ernie Hudson. And Ernie Hudson. What about you, Elle? Who are you looking forward to seeing at the show? I, I've seen Ernie Hudson a couple of times, and I always really enjoy him. He's super nice, and Hayden Hazard's going to be there. Yeah, I saw He's that another too. one of the cosplayers. She's super sweet and has like amazing craftsmanship. So when you guys are down there, you should totally check out both of our booths. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're, we're definitely going to stop by and uh, say hello to the both of you. Now, is Ernie as big in real life as he is when he's fighting ghosts in the Ghostbusters movies? Oh, definitely. Oh. It's, it's, he's exponentially bigger, you know? Exponentially bigger. Wow, this is – I'm excited already. Family show, guys. Family show. <laughs> exponentially. Don't take it that way. <laughs> so, Elle, I've, uh, I've been, uh, I featured you on my second blog, the Joey Savage blog. You can find it on uh, nerdthugradio.com in the uh, blog section. Um, I admire your uh, your cosplay stuff. It looks really good. Um, what is uh, – Thank you. I try. <laughs> you, well, you, you're trying really good because, I mean, it's it's pretty pretty sweet stuff. Now, I, I, I didn't have a chance. I, I saw some of it. It, it. Are you more comic book or anime inspired? Uh, neither, actually. I'm more video game. Boom. Boom. Because uh, I didn't yeah, recognize like, some of the characters. Lots of Nintendo, lots of 2K. Uh, <laughs> lots of Diablo 3. Okay. Oh, I love Diablo. It's my favorite game that, by uh, far, ever. And that, that Bowser uh, <laughs> costume was pretty on point. I've never, Thank you. I've never Bowser's thought... actually, like, my favorite character ever, so super I never thought Bowser was uh, that pretty until I saw you in that cosplay. Bah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I got lots of jokes about that, and then I was like, eh, whatever. Eh, whatever, take it. <laughs> Wait, so how is Bowser your favorite? He's the bad guy. So? You ever play Bowser in okay, Story? Okay, so it sounds, it sounds really stupid. Well, we're on the in, radio, um, so let's do it. Mario Kart 64. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. When you're going through Bowser's castle, oh, good one. everything's, like, super covered in lava and just terrible, and he has, like, statues of himself. and like. But then you get to this one part, you, like, go over, over a lava bridge, 
and then you go into like this garden area. Okay. And it's like so peaceful and serene and well kept, and there's like bright, beautiful sunlight. As soon as you go back out, it's like lava, and you have to do like jumps to get across and not die. So it's, it's just nice for me to think that Bowser has this like nice little area, <laughs> like sanctuary Even of Zen. Evil warlord dragon. Manicured hedges. Yeah, exactly. I think or, she just described it. And then in uh, Super Mario Sunshine at the end, he's like talking to Bowser Jr. and he's like, Peaches at your mother. He's <laughs> crying. And I just like have a really soft spot for Bowser. He actually cares about his kid. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, even a dragon <laughs> And then there's like the, the Koopa kids and he like takes them in. I mean, yeah. Nintendo confirmed like not his children, but he still, like, gives them yeah. a place. Gives them like, a place hey, and, like, turns them into in my his, army. Yeah, fight for me, you know. I mean, I just conquered your land, and you guys can come live with what, me. He goes child, he goes child warlord <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> hey, whatever works, man. Whatever works. And so, Bowser never actually kills anyone. He might turn, you know, people of the Mushroom Kingdom into bricks, but yeah, Mario right. inevitably is the one that kills them. Oh, my gosh, you're right. I just realized Mario's the terrorist. <laughs> He's Mario's the insurgent and Bowser's the, the, the only one yeah. Bowser ever goes after is Mario and he doesn't even go after him he just kind of chills there till Mario comes right because Bowser's but I like just, Bowser yeah Bowser's just professing his love yeah. for a woman he kidnapped totally normal thing to do right and then Mario yeah, totally. is just being a jerk about it I know that's that's, that's throws exactly. him into some so lava. that's why I like Bowser so El, um what got you into cosplay and how long have you been cosplaying oh god um I started cosplaying probably like seven years ago. Seven years in the game, strong. That's strong. That is. That's a I, lot of work. I wasn't always good for a long time. I like bought my costumes and yeah. did like closet cosplays. I remember like you start my first day in junior high school. I went in a Han Solo costume because awesome. I was like, "This is the way I want to represent." That's that awesome. is that is the coolest thing I've heard in a while. I mean, you got yeah, you got to start somewhere. We <laughs> start started somewhere. on a we started on a pool table and an iPhone. So that's true. That's you got to put in your dues. But none of us dress as Han Solo. <laughs> no, which makes all of us losers. In this room. <laughs> I'm a I dress like a captain. That yeah, kind of works. You do. You do. Bada boom. No, that works. Yeah. So okay, uh, I just had this thought while you were talking just now. Uh, I'm catching up on Supergirl on Netflix, uh, and she's she's getting interviewed by Cat Grant, and Cat Grant asks a question. Uh, and it's kind of like Lolan's like, who are you dating? And Supergirl says, you never asked my cousin that. Uh, and so you mentioned closet cosplayers. Um, like, mm-hmm. do you feel like there's like a dividing line between like the girls who buy costumes and then the people who manufacture them? Like, is there a rivalry there? I'm sure there is. For me, I really only care about having fun. I okay. mean, if you make your costume and you spend hundreds of dollars on War of Blood and genuine leather, that's cool. And if you buy your costume off of, like, a cheap Asian market, that's also fine. But you it's kind just of about having one, fun. You kind so of painted sure one is hard work and one is like cheap, competitively. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. You do, Okay. So then do you, do you do this competitively? Uh, I used to compete, but then I just kind of, like, lost interest in competing. Like, after you win an award, it's kind of like, well... That's cool. There it is. How many times can you be called the, the best now. cosplayer? Yeah. No, but I mean, those people put it. I mean, you can make um, a killing just doing cosplay. Like we, we have a friend, Maddie Mayhem, and one of his close friends. Uh, her name is Mary Doll. I think is that right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And all she does is cosplay, and she just travels around, and she they, she gets paid to go to conventions. So I mean, there is money involved. Like you know, I guess the better you are. Oh yeah, definitely. Because there's like your print stores right, and commissions, right. and even I do that. Yeah. But. So you can catch uh, L's prints. Uh, L, where can they catch your prints? Real quick, go ahead and plug yourself. 
Uh, my store is actually down, but it'll be at EG Costs slash. Ugh, crap, I can't remember anything. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. They're free. They're we'll, free. We'll edit. Just, we can edit it. We'll yeah. just we'll, we'll put it up. Go to go to her Facebook page. What is it? Yeah, it's uh, on my store in the EG Cost slash store in V. It's like and that should be cosplay. up tomorrow night. Perfect. So it'll be up by the time this show airs. It'll it'll already be up and going. That's right. So. That's right. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> now you said you competed for a little while. Uh, what's the resume look like? How many how many trophies and runner ups and what do you got? Well, I didn't compete for that long. I competed for like two years, and then I realized like competitions just not my thing. Yeah, because so when, when have... you go to competition, right? It's cause it's it's more you're more there to compete. You really can't enjoy everything that's going on. Is that yeah, right? and then there's like there's the people that actually really care about the competition that like want that more than anything. And for someone who doesn't really care about getting an award, right, right. I feel like I should just stay out of it because why take that away from someone that actually wants it when I don't really care? Sure, because you're better than them. Well, no, I mean most of these competitions are at <laughs> are at cons. And uh, let's just be honest. We're all nerds. We go to cons to have fun. Yeah. No, we do. We do. Oh, yeah, definitely. You don't want to spend your whole con trying to... Standing in line, standing getting line, photographed. Because yeah. we, we do some tabletop gaming. And I think this last con, this last big con we went did to... Did you say tabletop dancing? Yes, I did. Okay, that's what uh, I did. I think it was the first time yeah, we nice. played we played any singles, tabletop gaming singles. at a con just because we're so busy moving around and we talking don't to have people. Time to, yeah, it, it's You hard. don't want to get tied down. Yeah. And if you get tied down to that cosplay stuff, waiting in line and going up there and... If you're just one there to be fun, then I can understand. Well, and also, I guess it's yeah, kind of... Yeah, and if the competition's fun for you, too, then there's that. Right, right. And then there's also the then opportunity lost, right? Like the money, right? Like if you're at your table selling photos and and, uh, and prints and signatures and all that, you lose that opportunity if you're in the competition, right? Yeah, exactly. But most of the time, if you're guesting, you don't really enter in the competition, Right. Oh, you know. So I you guys, you're going to be judging the cosplay competition, is that right? Yes. Yeah. So you <laughs> and um, who are the other two girls? You just mentioned Hayden Hazard, right? Hayden Hazard and Cami Cosplay of Mood Hair. Yeah, they will be judging the cosplay. Both cosplay. incredibly sweet girls. Cami does like an amazing Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service. It's adorable. <laughs> Very nice. It's a so Studio Ghibli movie. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah, Nico's okay. our resident. Our resident. Uh, He's our Japanese Hispanic. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> so, what is your favorite thing to cosplay um, that you've done so far? Your favorite um, costume. That's really difficult because I love all of my costumes. That's what we do here. We we ask the difficult questions. Yeah, we ask the hard hitting questions. Hard hitting questions. What the is your favorite hitting. cosplay costume? Well, anything really Nintendo. I love cosplaying Midna from Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess. Legends of Zelda. Okay. okay. Ocarina of Time's my And favorite. I recently did um, a costume of her concept art for one of her original designs, and that was fun, even though, like, no one knew who I was, because yeah, you can up. only find it in, like, a two-by-two two square in the Zeldapedia, but I made it anyways. <laughs> I, I saw the costume when I was, I was looking through some stuff earlier, and uh, I was like, wow, that's a really great costume. Who is that? And then I had to read it. I was like, oh, okay. It's like, concept <laughs> art. That's cool, because you know, a lot of people don't do don't so venture it, out. Is that part of the fun to do something to give somebody a look that no one's ever seen before? Is that kind of part of like, what is the biggest get for you out of this? Well, really for me, I mean, we're all nerds here. That's the reason we go to conventions. That's Heck the yes. reason your radio station's called Nerd Thug. We're all nerds here. That's right. Keep saying that. So Nerd Thug Radio. Mainly Nerd Thug for radio. me, <laughs> it's more just being able to like interact with that character. Not interact, I suppose, but like, Getting to feel like that character for a minute because it really does change the way you interact. Most of the time, 
I'm like really shy and quiet and an introvert. So I usually just stay home. But like at conventions when I'm in costume, like when I'm in my D3 barbarian, I'm like super aggressive and loud and it's fun. No, I get it. I mean, it's when we're kids, we all, we all, we all play dress up as kids and we all let you. Yeah, exactly. And you get into that character and it's just like a fun little escape. This fun little escape. And now that we're adults and we can still do it, it's still, uh, and not get shamed by the world. Well, and definitely this exactly. is, you know, it's become a thing over the past few years, but, I mean, this is, you know, it's okay now to be a nerd. It is. No, this is a great time to be a nerd. Oh, man. Oh, man. I was thinking about like, what Dad said. You always said this stuff would be would always be cool. I did. I, I used to tell everybody that when I was a kid. I said, hey, this stuff's not going anywhere. And no one believed me, but obviously I'm a brilliant genius. <laughs> We're in the pinnacle of nerdism. It's, it's great stuff. So I was also ner- noticing, Elle, you, uh, you cosplay a lot of Pokemon characters. Yes, I love Pokemon. What is Pokemon's probably one of my like all-time favorite. Pokemon Red was the first one I played, and I fell in love with it from then. <laughs> Who would you say is your inner Pokemon? Uh, Mistrevis, because okay. she's a spooky, spooky little ghost Pokemon. She comes with a built-in and head. I just think she's she's really cute. And also, whenever I'd play Pokemon Stadium, I'd like always have Mistrevis on my team, just so I could use Shadow Ball, just because the animation for it was so cool. Yeah, there you go. Gotta have your uh, your that or a uh, uh, muck. Okay, I'm literally, good. literally just sludge. Sludge? Is that what he is? Just like, yeah. Oh, okay. Corey DLG, his inner Pokemon, I would say, was probably like uh, Slowbro. Is there like a napping one? Yeah, Snorlax. Snorlax. Okay, he'd be Snorlax. That sounds. Oh, Snorlax is so cute. That Munch. sounds exactly like me. He's like chubby I, and, and cute. That's, that's Corey. I, I'm Munchlax, which is the pre-evolution that just eats everything. Yes, <laughs> that is you. That's very accurate. That is you. You are a growing boy, and you have not stopped eating <laughs> since I've met you. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. So, L, uh, we like to ask the hard-hitting questions. We also like to play this game called Would You Rather. Are you down to play a couple rounds of Would You Rather with us? Of course. I'm terrible at this game. No, that's okay. But I'll play it. You're going to have to because all of our <laughs> questions are derived straight towards you. Um, so here's All right, I'm ready. DLG, you talk, tell the rules to whoever hasn't listened to our so show yet. So for anyone who, for some reason, isn't cool enough to know the rules, Would You Rather is a must-choose. You can't opt out. You can't play the middle. You can't take it. You have to pick one of the options. All right, here we go. Since you love Bowser so much, I'm going to start with a Mario-related would you rather. Okay, I'm ready. Would you rather be married to Mario or Luigi? Luigi. Really fast wow, on, really yeah. fast he, on the draw the, he's, the, he's the better brother. Is he the is better he? brother? Luigi is a sweetheart. I, I wow, kind of feel like he's probably, on that. I mean, I don't he know. probably has the, the better bod, too, I would think. I mean, he's taller. He's, he's all taller. Neck, though, he's he? taller and thin. Mario is an animal abuser and a sociopath. That doesn't sound like a healthy functioning relationship. Yeah, yeah. but think of the Friday nights. <laughs> oh man, I've never really heard. Yeah, of I, I would prefer a man who'd you know take me to a haunted mansion and look through his telescope. That'd be fun. Oh man, man, I didn't know Luigi was romantic. Yeah, yeah he he's is. actually he's, he's actually really nice. He's laying it down. Luigi's laying it game. down. Okay, all right. Okay, so Luigi's the man. Um, all right. So that being said. Would you rather star in your own Mario game or any other game in the Nintendo library? Which would you which would you rather be a character in? Probably a Zelda game. Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay, okay. Even if I'm just like an NPC. I don't <laughs> well, the care. Zelda NPCs are always so good. Here's your boomerang. No, seriously, I love this. <laughs> yeah. 
I like Zelda. Zelda Ocarina of Time is my favorite. Goron. I just think all the Gorons, they're the best. They're just rock Oh, God, people. and the and the Goron City theme song was just so good. Like, if I played it, you can't not dance to that. It's the greatest song of all time. Is it the greatest song of all it time? Really Pro- probably, probably not. Nico the- <laughs> just throws some serious hyperbole on anything. Of course, that's my job. Although I recently uh, went back and purchased uh, Zelda Two on the Nintendo, and okay. that game is extremely oh, hard. Oh, Zelda Two, it's so good. It's so hard. I was like, I did not remember this game being this hard when I was a kid. Because <laughs> you were just better then. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, like we're I'm not probably, like wine. Yeah, we're probably like worse at those old games where everything was so fast. I don't have the patience. Right, that I do we can't anymore. do it anymore. It's all timing and, and, and tricks, and we don't have it anymore. All right, here we go. I got another one. Here we come. Would you rather be a dragon or would you rather have a pet dragon? Oh, that's a good question. The floor's open to Okay, is the dragon answer. is the dragon nice to me? Um, it's your story, whatever you want to do. Okay, well, if the dragon's nice to me, I'd rather have a dragon. I would rather be because a dragon. Yeah, I that as a dragon, it'd be really hard to make costumes, I think. <laughs> okay, all right. That's dragon fair. cosplay. Trying to, like, that's with, like, part of my life. Dragon hands. Dragon cosplay lives matter. But dragons have magic, right? So you could just like make costumes. Do they? Yeah, yeah. Do all dragons? I guess it's your story, so you could do whatever you want. Right. You'd be a magic dragon. I could just see now like a dragon, dragon cosplayer, dragon cosplay contest. Like, and they're like, "How do you everything's do your wings?" Everything's burning. Everything's just burning because they start laughing and shooting fire everywhere. <laughs> Dress up as Cosmo. My costume actually—I've actually cosplayed several dragons. So, see, I'll go with pet dragon. Pet dragon. I like okay. it. Nico, what about you? Ah, oh, jeez, it's really hard oh, to decide. Geez, boy. Oh, Rick. Oh, 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 boy, Rick. I, I, I don't know. I think I'd probably want to be a dragon. That sounds fun. Yeah, I could see you. I'd want a pet dragon, too, just because I want to fly around, like, uh, how so, to train your dragon. If I had a pet dragon, oh, I'd never want Never-ending story, man. Yeah, there yeah you it's go. a good one. I'd want it to be, like, the biggest, meanest, angriest-looking dragon ever, and it only listened to me. You would. You yeah. Because you always want to go super mega, like... Because it would mess with everybody else. They'd oh, be like, Godzilla! Is that, guy gonna, is that dragon cool? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It might not be. And then you pet him like he's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Who's a good boy? Then I, go I don't to know. Pet I, think I, I think I'd want the the dragon from Shrek only so I could look at it and be like, oh, you're a girl dragon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, too. I like I like that one. You know, Shrek, when I got my PS2 back in high school, Shrek 1 was the first DVD I bought for it. Oh, my God. I know. Sh- Shrek 2. Nerding out oh. for life. You, are, you, you, you probably Nerd felt dog. like Shrek at that point. I probably did. <laughs> and I was way han- more handsome back then. Were you? Now I've got a mustache. And it's just Olga's have layers. <laughs> All right, Corey, do you have one, or you want me to jump into another one? No, what do you got? Let's see it. Okay, you guys ready for this? No. Would you rather travel, be able to time travel to the past and change it, or look into the future? So you can time travel can and change I, the past. Okay, and I can't opt out of either. I can't just oh, be no, like, no, no, oh, no, I'm no. going to keep it boring. Oh, no. no, this is not the game. Mm-mm. 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 Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay, well, in that case, I'm going to look into the future because, I mean, what's happened has happened. I mean, I'm doing all right now, so. I think I would change the past. Well, A, A I want to go back to the Wild West because it's the best time yeah, era ever. You have ever. said that numerous times. But you can always create all kinds of weird butterfly effects. Yeah, you yeah, could, like, change the future. You could the thing, annihilate though. the human race in, like, a second. There we right. go. Yeah, but, like, as a Why married man with goal? kids, I don't think you should be messing with time at all. <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe Whoa. I should. I'm going to tell on you. Go for that's it. That's a little rough. <laughs> no, we can create all kind of rip. Like, if you look into the future, it's set in stone. You know it's coming. That's that's kind of well, scary that's, to but me. There's only, that's not necessarily the truth. Time time travel has two different possibilities. Okay. Time is either set in stone. Zach yelled at you about this. Why are you bringing this up again? Yeah. Because Zach doesn't know who's talking Swipe about. Swipe left. <laughs> Zach, time is either set in stone. I don't know how and, blunt and, that is. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's well, called he does. the Zach attack. He's he, brilliant, but wrong. Um, <laughs> he's a but, big, so, brilliant idiot. <laughs> 
He's gonna but hate us. He is. He's gonna listen to this. You can. You're, you're gonna get to meet Zach when we come down to Louisiana, yeah. and uh, you can. I look you, forward to it. You can. Uh, you can give us your input. You can on, tell us on, on how Zach. wrong he is about time travel. But if you look ahead in the future, it's either set in stone and it's gonna happen no matter what, or it's one of infinite possibilities based on the number of choices leading up to. You it. just ruined the, the question. I'm just saying. I mean, just look at Ocarina of Time. That has plenty of time travel in it. Boom! Boom. I love time travel. And Ocarina of Time is actually changed for the better. The so. number three video game of all, all time. time. It's my single favorite thing. Time travel. Is I want it. You just want it more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I've got everything else I need right now. So time travel. Time travel is what my life travel? is missing. Uh, my life is mi- never mind. I can't. You're, you're, let's not even get started. <laughs> let's not even get started. Let's go with lottery. All right, so first. I've got one more. I've got one more um, question here for you. Um, and guys, this is not going to pertain to you. Oh, this is going to be my a, life is over. This is oh. going to be a L Graves only question. Well, hang on a minute. Well, like, this, this could be co- a Corey DLG we, one. We co-host. I know the show. Corey DLG, so it's kind of about you. All right, oh. are you ready? This is all for. Here we go. Would you rather have a wicked, wicked rash from a bikini wax, or have one of your eyebrow brows accidentally ripped off during a wax? Yeah, stumper. Brows back on. Say that one more time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the eyebrow because a, just a rash is uncomfortable. I it mean, is. If your eyebrow gets ripped off, it's gonna grow back, and there's makeup to fix that. So. Boom. Well, that wasn't as good the as the logical it was answer be. would be. <laughs> you thought you thought you'd put her on like really on the spot. Off. I thought that was a good one. I, I thought it all by myself. I said, man, this is a good one. And, Here's why uh, you gotta run these things nope, by me, man. No, I, I told you that. I don't run anything. You by know me. how many rashes I get? Like they're just. I mean, <laughs> like, I just do what I want to do. <laughs> I just do what I want to do. I mean, an eyebrow is no biggie. Okay. Okay. Well, that, but was, that was that was a brave answer. Al. That was that would was you rather? Brave that was would you rather? I hope you guys enjoyed it. So, L, how excited yeah. are you for this new uh, Nintendo that's coming out? Either one. The the new. I'm I'm pretty excited. As am I. I try point. and like stay away from things until like the actual release and just not think about it. Yeah, because I don't like otherwise spoilers, I right? like. I hate try, and, try and fix on it, and I don't get anything done. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I end up, you know, got to do some research for the show <clears throat> at least once a week. And I find that day I'm just, like, enthralled in all kind of, like, nerdum stuff. But she's she's 100% <laughs> right. You know what got me was No Man's Sky. Did I not right. talk about that game for, like, a year and a half? And yeah, you haven't even did. played it yet. I still haven't played it. And I just saw today you on the You haven't played news. it? I haven't played it yet. I When it came out, I was, like, I, I, I was about to move. I didn't have time to devote because it's going to take a thousand hours to, to explore the galaxy or something. Um, but I just saw they're getting sued. Uh, really? In U.K.? Because the UK advertising laws are a little bit stricter, yeah. And uh, essentially, because they said that it was like an infinite world, they're kind of getting like they're getting hosed on that. Oh, okay. So the UK is actually infinite. <laughs> no, because I mean, th- there is a finite number of planets. Unfortunately, the oh UK yeah, it's just UK tell me when you find the quintillionth planet. Right. Yeah. And so that's <laughs> the problem. Is like they were basically saying that like, you could play this game forever, and now people are like, well, I just beat it in week two. Yeah, so, I'm suing you. So, so L, have you have you up? played No Man's Sky? I did briefly, and I don't want to like ruin anything. No, go I ahead. Didn't go ahead. really like it all that much. I that's that's one of the things. Well, I think one of the when it first came out, I think the week after it came out, we we talked about it a little bit, and I was never going to play the game, and so one of the reviews that are coming back early, and we talked about it on the show was people weren't as excited now that it was out. Yeah, because essentially it is just exploration. But There's what's, not but what's interesting is that uh, No Man's Sky specifically didn't give out review copies before the release, like most games do. Because most games will release like a like a review copy to right, show right, reviewers, sure. 
at like a week or two before the game comes out. So like the reviews are up by the time the game's on the shelves. Yeah, it's but a, No Man's it's Sky was like, no, nah, dude, you gotta get any. You're gonna have to play it. Yeah. Well, it was what it was made by like a nine man team or something like that, right? So these guys yeah, kind of had their own way of doing stuff. It's a full sixty dollar game, and people beat it in a day. People beat it in two weeks. Yeah. I think there was a big part of it had to do with like it's a similar thing to what happened when Destiny came out. Like the hype was just so big for it, yeah, and then yes. when it came out, it was just kind of disappointing. You can play just Destiny for the because, next ten years. Not because it's a bad game. No, I, I agree completely because just unless you're, like unless you're the, Maddie the standard we had set for ourselves was just too high. But yeah, I remember when Destiny was coming out, the build-up for it, there were literally like, if you went into a GameStop, there was like a giant display like with just pre-order copies. Literally took up probably like a third of a walkway and it was just like, Destiny comes out in six months, get ready! And yeah, people... Man, like... Yeah, I don't think Destiny or No Man's Sky is going to be one of those games like... You're gonna even like Metroid or Zelda or anything like that that just like goes down iconically. I don't think forty years from now people no. are gonna be like, "Yeah, do you guys remember Destiny?" Remember how it might have like a joke, ones? but I don't think it's gonna be like they'll still be talking about Call of Duty iconic. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think you're right about that. Right. I definitely feel like because it didn't eclipse the the franchises that are out right now. Well, just like you said, Call of Duty, Battlefield, mm-hmm. those those franchises still exist in this era, and they came from the previous era. So really, if Destiny was going to overshadow, it would have done it. Like, it would have happened. Although they were going to replace Halo. Although right. L, we do have a friend who is enthralled with Destiny. And so <laughs> on Saturdays, wherever we were, we had to take him back to his apartment so that he could, like, <laughs> so do, do his raids. So he could do his, his raids. His weapon cache raids. or something. Yeah. So, dude, come on. No, I understand one of my friends is, is the same way about Destiny and League of Legends. So but I can oh. never get into League of Legends. The games oh, are man. way too long. They're Donnie like Utah 20 to thing. 30 minutes. Are they really? That's too long for That's one match. We and play one match at Hero Clicks. It takes forty five minutes. Yeah, sometimes. A, yeah, but that's that's something Swipe physical. That's something Swipe physical. I hate just grinding for like ten, like fifteen minutes is grinding like minions to get some gold so you can buy some sword, and then you go back out. Nico has no stamina, and he I, has no life. So I don't know what he's. Yeah, well, I don't understand about. this. What do you do with your free time if right, it's so important? Let's get off of Nico. L, okay, we got like five minutes left in this <laughs> segment. Uh, when L, right. when L Graves is not cosplaying and when she's not playing Nintendo. What does L Graves do for fun? Ooh, I got it. I know this one. I know this one. You don't. You know this one. Yeah, I know what this one. It, what are, is it? are you ready? Yeah. Fire dancer. Fire dancer. Um, actually, funny story. Boom. Not actually that funny. Darn. I used to live in Panama, in Central America, hey. and hey, I worked at a, a resort, and I did fire dancing. So uh, there you go. So side story: the Corey DLG, the Nico DLG, they're both half Panamanian. So welcome yeah. to the family. Yeah. Welcome to the family, L. Graves. Yeah, no, weird how that works. You're tribal. You're in. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> so he did do some fire. That, that actually is a funny Woo-hoo. story. How did I, I nailed that 100%. You did. <laughs> you knew it. So, L, what is your lineup going to no, be No, but like? in all honesty, I, I usually just hang out with my dog and, like, take him to the dog park. And what kind of dog? Pokemon. That's pretty much it. I have a Siberian Husky. Oh, Get out of here. That's the He's best dog. And he has Down Syndrome. Oh, what? wow. That's awesome. That's I had a dog once with Parkinson's. <laughs> You what? did have a dog with Parkinson's. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, it was a Chihuahua. They just so shook all the time. You actually didn't realize it had Parkinson's for like the first two minutes because Chihuahuas shake anyway. Yeah. But then when it was in the calm down phase, it didn't calm Stop down shaking. because it would kept shaking. Yeah. And that's when you figured oh. it out. Poor yeah. Chihuahua. That's awesome. So, so what... wait, how do you wait? How do they know when a dog has Down syndrome? Well, you can tell by the the face, and you can always take them to the vet. They're oh, on, that's run true. the test. That's true. What's what's uh yeah. what's the dog's name? Uh, his name is Sebastian. Sebastian. 
Okay. Did you I name like him that. after the uh, Little Mermaid? Yes, crab obviously. Crab right crab now, mermaid. I have "Kiss the Girl" playing in my head. <laughs> I just right kissed now. the girl. Kiss man. The girl. Someone um, can teach that dog Actually, to sing no. That. I kind of just ended up calling him Sebastian one day, and then that stuck. stuck. That's, oh, stuck. that's cool. That's cool. So, can you or will you? What is your lineup going to be this weekend? Yes. Can you reveal at, that? Uh, Louisiana yes, Comic-Con. I can reveal that. Nice. I will. <laughs> Let's do it. So for Saturday, I'm probably going to be wearing Bowser. Yes. All right. All right. And then for Sunday, I'm going to be wearing Malin from Ocarina of Time. Oh, okay. Scary. All right. I'm, this is going to be awesome. This so is, you're like, like, you don't, do you ever cosplay outside of the video games or is it really just like the video games is 90%? Uh, video games is probably like 75%. Okay. Okay. Very cool. But F- favorite non-video I do cosplay outside of cosplay outside of it okay what's your favorite non-video game cosplay oh god i don't really have a favorite one because all my favorites are video game characters <laughs> okay Correct. Well, this is not a would you rather so she doesn't have to answer that's true she did opt she out she could say nope she but a fun out. thing that i am doing that is video game related is for a milestone on my cosplay page uh i have like a special boudoir set coming out which is going to be really fun and Ooh, i'll la, go ahead Nico, you and release it that. here here Good, good. We're we're looking forward to to that set. Yeah, we'll get a you send us a link. We'll put it up on our on yeah. our page. Yeah, we definitely will. So, L, it's been it's been great. Thank you for doing the interview with us. Uh, we look forward to seeing you this weekend. We'll definitely stop by Saturday and probably Sunday. I'll bring a pole with some fire on it, and we'll we'll check your nice. skills out. Fire dancing. Uh, one more time, you can find uh, your cosplay stuff. It's on Facebook. What's the Facebook page? Uh, my Facebook is L Graves Cosplay. L Graves Cosplay on Facebook. Go over there, like that page, and then hop over to nerdthugradio.com backslash or on the Facebook and like that as well. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you run a roll there. You're like, backslash, backslash. And so go like it. most pages. Uh, L, thanks for being with us. Um, no problem. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you this weekend. Do you have anything to say to Conroe before right, you go? Yes. Yeah, you, have anything, you want to say to mm-hmm. the tech, anything you want to say to Texas before you jump out of here? No, it's okay. But when we succeed in the union, on being Texas. When we succeed well, yeah, in the union, obviously. you guys can come with us. <laughs> well, I used to live in Galveston, oh, so. We love oh, Galveston. okay. Well, that doesn't. I mean, that's like Texas minus. <laughs> We've spent yeah, a lot of time in Galveston. El, <laughs> thank you. It was great. Uh, we'll talk to you and see you soon. All right. Take care. All right, bye. Radio. Bye. Joey Savage here. Thanks for checking out our archives for Nerd Thug Radio. Don't forget, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach on out to us, facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio, or you can follow me on Instagram, Joey. Did you just like land in the water? (laughs) I did. Okay. Like a cannonball? Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I like that. It's some very summertime. Yeah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. I'm Corey DLG. Nico DLG. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that little quick interview with uh, L. Graves. Summer, summer, summer time. Don't forget, come check us out this weekend. Make the trip to Louisiana. Lafayette's a great place. Yes, it is. Come and, see us. Uh, after you come in on Saturday, come to the show. It's pretty cheap. You can have fun, see some cool people, whoop, whoop. then go back towards Lake Charles, stop there and gamble all night, and then go home for Sunday in time for church. Look, Perfect. See? You got to gambling and going to church. There exactly. we go. That's a date. This is Nerd Thug Radio, mm-hmm, segment mm-hmm, three, mm-hmm. episode 26. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. You can catch all the archives on nerdthugradio.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, that's uh, true our Facebook page is backslash nerdthugradio. Mm-hmm, 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 and mm-hmm. this week, we're doing our weekly top three in honor of 
Netflix releasing Luke Cage, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, series. Mm-hmm, excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. in honor of Luke Cage, this week on the Weekly mm-hmm, Top mm-hmm, 3 mm-hmm, yep, yep, yep. is mm-hmm. our favorite mm-hmm, African-American mm-hmm. comic mm-hmm, book mm-hmm. character. That's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know why it's so funny. <laughs> I, I held it for as long as I could. <laughs> I can see you breaking, so I was like, oh, I'm riding this. Oh, you are going <laughs> to be riding this. Oh, yeah. yeah ride this. Come on, everybody. And ride it. You that DJ yeah. Quad City? Quad City DJ. Quad City DJ. And then I appreciate you turning I'm their old. song into a sex theme. I'm old. I did it. You took it there just now. Get out wow. of my special it's zone. On you. Can't it's believe you. <laughs> your special zone. Um, All right. So let's jump into the weekly. This week we are on our weekly top three. I don't even have a, Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Give it to me. Pitch it to me one more time. This week, in honor of Luke Cage, we're doing our top three African-American heroes or comic book characters in the weekly top three. Weekly. Oh, weekly. Sounds like last week's. Oh, weekly. La semana. Oh, weekly. La semana. Weekly top three. La semana de tres. Starting to go like old twangy country. No? Did I miss it? I, I thought you were going jazz. It's not. Oh. Yeah, it's not more jazzy. Sounded Did it? Little jazzy. Ray Charlesy? Georgia? Louis Armstrong, maybe? Georgia. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah okay. More Willie Nelson because you don't have a good voice. Oh. Well, that would probably be me. Oh, Your voice is actually pretty good. Yeah, man, he came at me that time, didn't he? <laughs> also, Willie Nelson. Like, what did Willie Nelson do to you to think that? He just doesn't have a good voice. Really? Uh, no. I love his cover of The Scientist. From I mean, Coldplay. I like Willie Nelson, but, I mean, it's not like he doesn't have the greatest voice. Really? Yeah. That's kind of his thing. No, I thought his thing was that he was really good. No. I've always loved and everything then, old Willie he, does. And then he was like, meh, meh. Weekly top three in typical yeah. Nerd Thug fashion. We go first worst. Nico, since we just told you about... 30 minutes ago, the weekly top three. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who's so, your number so three? I've been trying to compile this list here. So number three, character named Simon from an, from an anime, one of them Japanese cartoons. Is that from a comic book? Uh, No. Done. Corey? All right. I, yeah. thought, I thought it was heroes here, guys. Nope. All right. Let him, let him okay. have because we just gave it to him. He's very unprepared. Yeah. You know okay. how our producer is. He comes in on the seat of his he, pants. Yeah. He always knows everything that's going on. <laughs> I know I know absolutely 0% of the things, 10% of the time. Is he really the, the producer or do you see, like, just press the play and stop play button? That's, that's definitely we'll find idea. out <laughs> next week on <laughs> Nerd Thug <laughs> Radio. If I'm gone or not, you'll find out. <laughs> All right, so tell me about this fella you got here. Okay, so si- Simon is kind of this uh, lo- uh, local town hero. He sells sushi during the day. Sushi and, by the seashore? Uh, a little bit, yeah. They're in Japan. So Does Simon sell sushi by the seashore? He does. I like it. So uh, he's actually from Russia, and he's this uh, very, very large man. He's about seven feet tall. There's a black Russian named Simon. Yeah. Everyone just calls him Simon. No one actually knows his real name. Da. Da Simon. Yeah. Da. And so uh, he spends his time kind of policing the local population. Does he say Mother Russia at all? Mother Russia. Uh, occasionally, but when he's when he's just talking about his homeland. Uh, in, in the motherland. Exactly. That sounded more Scottish. <laughs> yeah, I'm really bad at accents. Like, there's no saving accents for me. I can't do it. No. So, uh, you do a really good Willie Nelson. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Willie and I are going to have a conversation, and we're going to settle this. Willie Whalen and the boys. Yeah. How is it crazy that he's the only one like left? Well, I guess Chris Christopherson is. but No, he's dead. No, is he? Yeah, Chris Christopherson died about three years ago. <laughs> I stand sure? on the news there. Yeah, I'll look I'll, it up. I'm gonna look no, it wait, up I'll while... look it up while you go to your number three. Because so, he's in the movie. He was in like that Blade movie. Yeah, think about how long ago that was. Well, that Wesley Snipes is still around. Not in my top three, <laughs> by the way. All right, Corey, what's your number three? <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> wait a minute. So is your logic that because the much younger Wesley Snipes isn't dead, Chris Christopherson isn't dead? <laughs> Maybe so. Okay, all right. I just that's, wanted that's to be, the logic I, we're going on. I just here. wanted to be clear on why you think that. Okay. 
Uh, my number three is actually a blast from the past. Ooh, like he's it. going, he's going blaster from the pastor. Boom. Uh, Isaiah Washington, the first person tested with the super soldier serum. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Divulge. Explain. Um, so there was a there was a comic book. Um, Chris Christopherson. When did he die? He is still alive. No, he's Boom. Not. No, he's not. I just Wikipedia that crap, bruh. Well, anyone can win it a Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's still alive. To. Um, he's still alive, bro. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's 80 years old, young, and he's still alive. I don't All right, know if that's true. Oh, I'm sorry. His name was Isaiah Bradley. Yeah, so you can't even get that right. And you messed it up. He debuted in this comic book called Truth. And so Project Rebirth was the the project that made Captain America uh, before. So in World War II, it's a kind of an embarrassing but true fact. Yeah. They tested stuff out on black soldiers before they would do it for white soldiers. Famously, the Tuskegee, the Tuskegee Project, okay. they infected uh, measles and mumps to a platoon of black soldiers to determine if, how to best vaccinate it for the white soldiers. Um, so the same thing holds true of this. Before they gave the super soldier serum to a white guy, they tested it on a black guy. Wanda being Isaiah Bradley. And then he became the best one. He was actually the first Captain America. actual Captain America. Right. He wasn't. He didn't go to combat. Yeah, we, we talked about this when we spotlighted Captain America this is way true. early on in mm-hmm. the uh, the early days. The early iPhone, days. The iPhone, iPhone days. days. The iPhone days. The iPhone era. Man, that could be the name of the first book the right MGM there. MGM era. <laughs> the MGM era. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I just thought but Magic so, the Gathering. <laughs> so then uh, <laughs> later on, he has to give a uh, blood transfusion to his nephew, who is leading the Young Avengers, the Patriot. Ooh. And people didn't realize at the time the Patriot was actually abusing MGH hormone to get superpowers. They thought he just had powers already. So he has to get a blood transfusion from his grandfather, and his grandfather gives him powers through his blood. That's cool. I like the Patriot. Yeah. He's I, cool. I just got his hero click, and then I... He's uh, in Dom. He's so good. And then I uh, inadvertently traded him because I thought I had two, but I <laughs> only have one. <laughs> and now you have none. Bam, bam, bam. Now you have none. I got a battle none. star, though. Yeah, Alright, sure. You have two battle stars. My number three. No, I traded one. Oh. My number three Go from for it. The Walking Dead. Okay. Michonne. Alright. My Ooh, number three favorite. That is a good one. She is a zombie killing, sword wielding, ninja having. She's just all around PA. Like she is just you know, Stop making sword slashing noises. Every time I, I hang out with my, my good and close friend Barbie, I'm always reminded of Michonne. Like that. Um, now that I've met Barbie, I don't know why, because they don't look anything alike. They just, I don't know, like, she kind of got me into, like, The Walking Dead Okay, all right. Okay. Oh, so like, the reading like, part. Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, she's a very strong... No, know, she is. She's a very lady. strong black female herself. Just out of the Marines. I don't know, I just, I, I see, I always picture them, them two. Okay, okay. And, and all right. synchronization. In sync. In, In sync. sync. Not like Justin Timberlake. Man, I was but. trying to think of a song by them, and I thankfully ba, don't ba, know ba. any. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you all go. Right, there you go. So that's it. your number one. That's my number three. Number three. Number, number, three. number one. All right. You're going down. <laughs> all right. Yeah. We're done. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're on segment <laughs> one. All right, Nico, what's your number two? Uh, another Walking Dead character. Oh, God, I'm going to remember his name wrong. Jesus? Uh, no, not Jesus. Uh, oh. Not the black <laughs> black Jesus. Oh, you're talking about um, oh, it's, Morgan. Morgan. Yes. Yeah, Morgan. the guy with the stick. I love Morgan. He's so great. I I'm not, I know a lot of people really hate didn't like his uh like 2-hour episode that he got by himself, but I thought it was a really like, I did too. I really liked that one. I thought yeah, that, that explained year, a lot about him. Just seeing that like his progression through like the phase where he was just like he lost everything and he was just like got to clear, got to protect, got to clear and then he like kind of like and everything that he he stood for kind of paid off in an event later on in the series. Does do, does it though? Do you feel like it does? I feel like it does. 
to an extent. I still think that in the world of The Walking Dead, those who keep but choosing to show mercy keep planting these seeds they do. But, uh, of more mess. Show no but, mercy. Then, but then he comes back later in, in this. Just straight uh, dropping people. Show yeah. no mercy. No. Never, never looking back. No. And then, and then later people. when uh, the man threatens ca- to kill Carol, what does he do? He doesn't show him mercy. He kills that man. He puts like 39 bullets in him. Right. But that's kind of a breaking point for him because he's already tried so hard to not kill. Right. He's already gone through. Remember, he went through the whole invasion not killing. Then the one guy escapes with the girl. And who that guy eventually saves the girl anyways. Yeah, but he threatens the girl's life in a zombie attack. Like, did, truthfully, I really feel like, I don't know. I, I, Kill or be killed. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. In a zombie apocalypse world. Let me clear this up real quick. In the event that we ever mistakenly believe we're in a zombie apocalypse, they will probably have to charge me with, like, four murders. Yeah. Because, like, I'm going to be the guy who's like, we got to go. Boom. No time. <laughs> hey, that's a nice bag you got yeah. there, Bob. Because <laughs> it's not going to – the whole – like, and I get it because I want to believe that, like, again, I'm, I'm secretly a nice guy. I want to believe that you secretly. Can, that you could do those things. But the truth is, in that show, every time that they've done something yeah, yeah. good or kind, it comes back to bite them. Also, shout out to Carol, like, the best – yeah, well, I wonder what's going to happen with her. Which is so crazy, because that's not her in the comic book. No. No. Which, uh... Because Carol, Carol's, like, what, younger younger lady no, in the no, comic no, book? No, Carol's still older. Yeah. Oh, she's okay. same, same concept. Like, she still has, oh, like, the okay. dude... She's just not that... Not that she's the, cool. the Lori character. Right. Oh, in the comics, Lori okay. is the, the BA. Right. Uh, sniping people from, like, the crow's mm-hmm, nest mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Oh, okay. But now Carol has the same crisis of faith of dealing with, oh, all these people I've killed and stuff. And it's like, listen... This is the world This now. is the world now, yeah. I don't know that you can go back and try and make yourself feel better or worse about it. I think you just have to kind of accept. Yeah. Accept it for what it is. Right. got to say, listen, I got people with me. My people need to survive if it's going to be at the cost of your people. Like, think of it this way. So Rick was trying to make nice with the other community. Yeah. And so he goes to kill what he thinks is Negan. And look where that led them. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. So anytime you go out of your way to be nice or to spare or show mercy in that world... It, you get punished for it. Ain't happening, bruh. No, I really don't think so. I think Corey, you're number two. Uh, my number two, Sam Wilson, now currently Captain America Falcon. My, also my number two, so we'll just divulge on him okay, for here a little all right, bit. Yeah. All right. I think uh, he's always been, and I hate to use this word because it's such a, the comic, I'm embarrassed to say that comic books in the 70s and 80s and even the 90s were okay with kind of this treatment of minority figures and even women. He was always Cap's buddy. Right, he never. The really Falcon had, was Cap's friend. He never really had his own solo series, but it would be like Captain America and the Falcon series. Right, right, right. He was always such a BA dude. Right, and he always pulled his own weight within, and that was always a credit to the writers that he mm-hmm. had that he did pull his own weight, and that he was this great character. But there's, it's still that externally the imagery was always Cap Captain America and his black friend. Well, I mean, let's just let's just let's just talk a little race here. Like, okay, All comic right. books. Um, it took him a while to get. To the point we're at now where, you know, everything, everyone's kind of equal. Well, mean, it, it wasn't it, always equal. And let's talk about that because it's kind of interesting because X-Men to me is a, is a giant allegory for being a minority or being right. gay or being an outcast of society. Like now it probably applies more to the transgender, mm-hmm. those people going through that struggle yeah. to be accepted. Uh, but being an X-Man was always about protecting a world that hates and fears you and doesn't understand right, you right. And, and you're never going to be accepted but you still can be a good person correct be a hero be a leader be a truth they had that going on it but, but but in the same universe yeah blacks were ridiculously underplayed and underappreciated Hispanics, everybody was it was a, it was uh, a white person's game it was it is and part of that 
part of that's completely understandable because the audience was white, the creators were white. The as time has gone on and the audience has grown and diversified, right? Now you start to see more thank and more God. and more and more. Yes, thank God for real women creators, uh, women characters. Oh man, there's so many um, awesome female leads, and, and it's and it's it's finally happening. But it's something that could have happened, happened at any I mean, time. It's taken a while. It could have happened at any time. But I mean, comics started in the '40s, and here we are in 2016. So right. it's taken it a good long while to get to that point. And there are actually active creators now who were part of that era. Part of that. It's kind of just. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say anything because I mean, we, we're we're not there. We're not in the room, so we don't know what's right. going on. We can only and you, and you, and we can you, only predict what we see. And exactly. You, and you only and you don't like they never went out of their way to make people irrelevant like they didn't say like oh well you're black sam so you hang out at base right like it was always just like hey falcon the rest of us have this like they weren't like they almost just kind of underplayed like there weren't enough important black or women or hispanic or white asian characters i mean hispanic just look at the founding fathers of the justice league right yeah a lot of white folk the founding members of the avengers a lot of white folk Besides a green. One of them is an Asgardian. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny about that? Thor in Asgard and Viking lore is red-haired and bearded. Yeah. Uh, Thor in Marvel Comics is staggeringly beautiful blonde man. With blue eyes. With yep. blue eyes. Hmm. Hmm. It's very I've much... Always, it's always the male power fantasy is what I've it is. I was fell in love with the, the character Sam Wilson as the Falcon uh, while he was the Falcon, before he was anybody else. When he was yeah. just the Falcon. Yeah. And now to see him take up the shield and be like the new Captain America, be the new Cap, and have his own series. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's awesome. One time it's he was evil, cool. <laughs> evil, evil Sam Wilson Cap. Yeah, yeah. I, it's just it's so we love comic books. We do. This is, this, is, this is a big part of us growing up together. But we, we have to acknowledge the '80s and the '90s. They didn't make great books anyway. Mm-mm. It was a lot of popcorn, a lot of filler, a lot of cheese. It was. The way movies are right now is how comic books were in the 90s. Right. Uh, but even then, there still was kind of a severe underappreciation for all of those things that... I mean, I'm I'm of mixed descent. Like, it, it never would have bothered me to see an awesome Hispanic character. That would, no, I'm I always, South American. I always would have loved it. No, I'm not. No, you're, no, you're, <laughs> you're not even <laughs> South Texan. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be? It's, I don't know. I was, okay. being, I was making a okay. geography joke. That wasn't good. I hate you. <laughs> um, but no, it would have been. It would have been. Yeah, I mean, it, it would have been nice to see that, but it, it, it didn't happen until now. And now, sometimes it kind of feels forced because it all—it's all happening at once. Like this whole new generation of superheroes are all female, minority, d- ethnic, something, and so now it almost is like which, happened, which for us to the white in, our, in our 30s and 40s, <laughs> we can see it. But I will say, as a, as a father of two young kids who. Are both nerds themselves? Yes, they are. It's it's good that you know, Sadie Savage has you know some of that stuff to read, and so she's going to get the empowering female. She's yeah, absolutely. See the minority, so that you know Spider Gwen. The goal is that by the time she's our age, the world is hopefully a lot different and yeah. more accepting and more working together. Because God, we need it. Yeah. So everybody vote D Trump at the election. There we go. He's going um, to help everybody out. Make Nico, great again. Nico, you're number one. My number one, uh, Ben Foster, the Goliath. Okay. Ben Foster, okay. the Goliath. He, uh, he died. He did die, and I think his death is important because it was uh, was it killed, he was killed by Ragnarok. Correct. He was. And it was um, a split in the Avengers because it was Iron Man had what created Ragnarok. So Iron wrong. Man, Thor okay. was gone. So it's during Civil War. Thor is gone. Thor's missing. Uh, Reed Richards, Tony Stark, and Hank Pym have kind of been behind the scenes 
working up super awesome, cool science stuff because you know for about five scientists. or ten years. And so that's what they do in their free time. They they tinker. And Let's so, tinker and then Ultron's born. Right, and then they build some stuff. They built a prison in the, in the negative universe. Yeah, the negative zone. The, the negative zone, zone, and that became a prison to store superheroes during the Civil War. So, like, they, they've been going out, they've been just kind of creating and tinkering behind the scenes. And one of the things they did was they realized how unique Asgardian DNA was, and they couldn't just straight clone Thor. So instead what they did is they created a combination of organic, robotic, cybernetic, kind of super science, create this Thor duplicate. Except they have much trouble controlling him. Eventually, he breaks free of all control. He is now called the Ragnarok, and he's the like an anti-Thor. He's like an evil, evil Thor. Thor man. He's evil, evil leprechaun. Um, but so basically, Ragnarok is very bad. But when he shows up in Civil War, it's the first time, and you actually think Thor has just made his comeback because right. he's been missing from the comic books for about a year. You're like, holy crap, Thor just showed up in the middle of this super fight. Jesus Christ, it's Thor. He's going to pick a side. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. You, just, nope. you think Thor's going to pick a side and settle the Civil War right now. You're like, oh, man, this would certainly tilt the balance one way or the other. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he shoots a bolt of lightning, and he goes right through the chest of Atlas. And everyone's, Goliath. everyone stops. Goliath. Goliath. And everyone stops. They said, did he just kill Bill? He just killed Bill. <laughs> what the heck? That's not cool, Thor. And then Mr. Fantastic whispers code words into Thor. And it shuts him down, and that's when you figure out that it's a super science copy. It's not actually Thor. Then you've realized how far down the path of poor choices Mr. Fantastic and Iron Man and Hank Pym have gone. And that's a very defining moment in the Civil War series. It's right in the middle of the miniseries. It's right in the middle of the event. And all of a sudden you start to realize, like, man. Cap, like, Cap was right the whole time. Like, for guys who could see the future, how do you not see the... Like they've been using they've been yeah. using villains by putting like mind control in the villains' brains and things yeah. like that. They've been putting bombs in villains and using them as weapons. All of a sudden, something goes out of control, which it should in those situations. And they start to realize right. how far down this path can you go just using science as your guide? Yeah, Corey, you're number one. Cap was right. <laughs> that's right. Cap was right. Uh, but then even he's right even in the end when yeah. he dies. Um, my number one. It's the only DC character I chose. I loved this Cold character. Case. No, I do love Cole Kessler. Simon Bass. No, no. God, no. Bumblebee. Uh, no, but I do like her in Young Justice. Okay. Steel. All right, I'm going to na- Yes. Steel. Got it. Yes. Took Doc- me five tries. Dr. John tries Henry later. Irons. One of the few black scientists in all of DC comic books. <laughs> right. Also, one of the few men good enough to wear the S shield. Yep. Um, and then on top of that, he's had some cool armors and some cool gadgets. Yeah, and he's, he's had really some cool, cool stories of his own. And he's also been portrayed by Shaquille O'Neal in a movie. Whoop, whoop. What? One of the worst movies what? ever, but it is true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, John Henry Irons, he's got a unique story. He's an iron worker who Superman saves during the Doomsday fight, and John Henry Irons says, I owe you my life, and Superman says, make it worth it. Then he dies the same day. Uh, you find out that John Henry Irons is secretly uh, a super scientist on the run, trying to hide his identity by doing some welding work. He decides he's obligated to help in Superman's steps, and he builds an armor, and he goes and saves the day. That's Bada boom. Do. That's what you have to do. He is the realest guy he's, in the room. And he, he carries a up. sledgehammer. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Oh, man. Like, I do like, I like the hammer. Sadly, I've never been able to play him in a Heroclix team. I'll try to fit him in. Metropolis. There you go. There you go. My number one. What do you got? Bishop. You would. You uh, how is it not, dude? This I don't even want to talk about this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Corey just left the room. He's gone. Bishop uh, from X-Men, the time-traveling mutant. Uh, is my f- and you know, not only is he my one of my top three characters of all time. Oh, he is also you can. my um, one of my top four 
to five favorite cop characters ever. He yeah. does have his own like police force story. Yeah, not only he's he's, in my, he's yeah, my that's true. number number one African American comic book character. But he's also like in my top four all time comic book yeah, characters. Yeah, you do love you. Some I've got uh, the first. He talks. He talks about Bishop every single time he gets. I do. I have so in like my in, in my game room. I've got a framed copy of the Pizza Hut comics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the first comic that I ever got. We were probably like five years old, coming out from home from Galveston. You, you got go. a personal pan pizza yeah, with our little extra personal comics. pan pizza and Bishop's on the cover. It's framed. It's on my wall. I yeah, saw it. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, it's just a great character. Plus, he goes with him and Cable have little battles and run-ins. Another one of my favorite characters. The only problem I have with Bishop. Uh, truthfully, is that his story is so and he time travels complicated yeah, because exactly of the time travel. It's and I love so it. stupid. I love me some time travel. So they did a good job of kind of tying up where he came from though here recently, right? With the with the birth of Hope Summers, mm-hmm. they kind of explain that that's the timeline he's from, the one we're on a path to now, where they put the black M's on people's faces. You got the black M tattoo? Right. I mean, come on. Right. Where do you think I got the ideas? <laughs> it's all from Bishop. Except you don't have a black M anywhere. I'm going to get one. Okay, all right. All right. On, on my, my face. face. On your face? On my face. <laughs> I really <laughs> hope my, you do that. My wife said I can't do that unless I become famous. So Okay. Become famous. Someone pick we're us all, up, please. We're on the road. We got this, guys. Someone pick yeah. us up, please. Yeah, you're due. You're totally due. I'm due for it. But it's just a very complicated idea because of the time travel, because of the aspect. He wound up being the idea for the traitor in X-Men. Like, that was a big storyline forever. You don't, okay. So X-Men used to seed these weird story, little plant little storyline ideas, and then weave them into their comics for, like, a decade. <laughs> like, every once in a while. So when Bishop, in Bishop's first So then it wasn't, like, a big surprise when they unveiled it. Like, you know no, what? No, Let's it, play this, and we, it's one of those things you do when you write, like, a good story or something, like, or, like, a, they do it in wrestling a lot. You weave yeah. a story. That way, if you want to come back to it, you can. And people are like, you can. oh, yeah. okay, yeah. I do remember. So, in Bishop's first appearance, he stumbles while he's chasing. He's chasing a, a fugitive named Trevor Fitzroy, whose mutant power is he absorbs life forces, and he uses that to travel through time. Ooh, that's so, what a great power. Right. So, he's chasing Trevor Fitzroy, who's killing folk left and right, and trying to trying to build enough power to jump, like, way back. And Does that Bishop, mean he can kill plants? I don't know. Probably. But he's killing people, so that's way worse. Yeah. Stay on topic. <laughs> I'd go with rabbits. Um, but so Bishop is chasing Carry a bag him. of rabbits. During the chase, they stumble into like Dead old rabbits. New York, uh, Westchester County. Horse. They stumble into the old X-Mansion. Oh. And Bishop finds this old recording of Jean Grey revealing there's a traitor in the X-Men and someone's about to get attacked. And she's trying to warn the other members of the X-Men that this traitor is coming. And oh no, oh no, oh no. And then something happens and she's dead. And you're like, oh man, someone just killed Jean Grey. What's going to happen? Bishop follows Trevor Fitzroy into the past. He winds up in the exact time era where he thinks it's about to happen. So after he stops Trevor Fitzroy and arrests him, he tells the X-Men, I'm going to stay and I'm going to be an X-Man because one of you is the traitor. Fast forward 15 years, 13 years. Oh, God. It turns out the traitor is Professor X with Magneto inside of him, Onslaught, and the idea comes from Bishop. Right. Oh, yeah. Time travel. Ain't it a mother? <laughs> it all comes full circle. So full like, circle. That's, it's so complicated. That's my only problem. I love yeah, time so travel. Also, Onslaught came back for the X's event, but it was the Red Skull this time. Yeah, he, yeah, he it was. Put Professor X's brain on his own brain or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stacked stacked it was a good. It was a good. Uh, you can't stack brains though. It was a good little. Um, he just, he just squished it in there. His giant that's, red skull. That's why Sabretooth is now a good guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He had his morals changed. That's why and Iron he, Man he is a bad guy. And he didn't change back. He's, he's not a bad guy. He's just superior. He's superior, which is bad guy. Turns yeah. nah. super arrogant. He's not even. Yeah. He's not even Iron Man anymore. He's he's something totally different. Iron yeah. dude. How about that? When they he's not even Iron Man. They anymore. named uh, they named that little girl Ironheart, and then it turns out that that's uh, attached to like a Korean Iron Man porn. 
Nice. Uh, I haven't heard if they out. changed the name or not. I bet they have. Now, like, he's not even Iron Man. He's like Tony Stark, and he's like a Tony Stark Billy. spy or something <laughs> yeah, like that. It's weird. Yeah. And then uh, I, I Mary totally James be, just put on the Scarlet Spider armor. Yep. Iron the Dude. Iron, Iron the, the Dude. dude. <laughs> Iron Doom. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't really gotten to watch Luke Cage because it just came out. Right. So hopefully by next week when we uh, we get back from the, the con. Uh, we'll already we, have watched the entirety. Well, probably not Nico because no, you won't. don't do no, anything. I don't do anything. Yeah. I don't. Like... Nico, do you ever just wake up and realize you're missing two days? Like, I don't understand your schedule <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I have. I've, w- I've woken up some days and been like, it's Thursday, right? And they're like, no, dude, it's like it's like Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> wow. I've missed like four days. I don't know what I'm doing in my life. Okay. It's kind of sad. Yeah, it's kind of concerning, too. Yeah set, well, yeah, set alarms. Set alarms. I do. I, do I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I wake yeah. up at like 7.30 every day now. Oh, I'm proud there of you. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I got to be, I got to be, I got to be professional now. You got to. You have to go to real college. I have to go to real college. Real college. <laughs> oh, gosh. Real college, Nico. <laughs> so I'm we're a real college. We're going to jump out to a break here, real quick. Uh, when we get back, we're going to talk a little hero clicks because clicks, we haven't done it in a while. A little what? A little hero clicks. A little hero clicks. My mouth feels parched. I need some water. And then we'll also hear some dating stories from the DLG. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nerd Thug Radio. Talking nerdy to you. Lone Star Community Radio is FM. That's right. Set your radio dials and your button presets to Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1, coming in June of 2016. To celebrate this edition and the addition of video versions of our talk and music shows on YouTube, cable TV, and Our City TV, we are offering special sponsorships rates, which include free audio spots that are played throughout our broadcast. Interested? Check out our sponsor rates for shows just like the one you're listening to online at IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor or call the station at 936-647-5747. Reaching the people of Montgomery County with Montgomery County's community radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Radio, Corey DLG, Joey Savage in the studio. Uh, Welcome back, guys. Like it, I like it. Segment four. By now, how many? This is where ninety-one point five percent of people. Have hey, tuned we're picking out. up. We're, we're picking getting up. better. We're getting, yeah. there. We're getting, getting there. better. Oh, yeah. We are Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG, Nico DLG. This is episode twenty-six of Nerd Thug Radio. You can find episodes one through twenty-five on NerdThugRadio.com. True. Uh, one more time, we'll be in Louisiana this coming weekend. We're road tripping. Going to Lafayette. So all you guys, so come on out and see us. Come uh, come hang out at the con with us and then party with us afterwards. Operator, won't you put me on through? I got to sit my love, love down, down the Lafayette. Lafayette. Oh, yeah, I was going to yeah, yeah, change it. I forgot. There we go. So this is this is our favorite segment because we just talk whatever we want to, which we usually do the first three anyways. <laughs> but I mean, we, get real, we get real crazy. We keep it real. We keep it real. You know what I like to think about? Like this is like the end of the day in school. Right. It's like yeah. the last hour where you're just like, you know what? F it. I don't care what happens. I'm taking my pants we're, off. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's that what we're doing? Hold yeah. on. No, 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 no. You're not taking your put your pants. <laughs> so we we'll do the off. last segment. No, put my your pants, pants off. Ba- <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, I can't wait till we're on YouTube. I'm gonna slam this door shut. I don't wanna. I don't wanna be here anymore. <laughs> I can't wait till we're on. YouTube. I need an adult <laughs> teacher, principal. <laughs> so we went today to like Sadie had a. Uh, 
little fundraiser for school. Yeah, we raiser to, of funds. Yeah, so we went to this uh, restaurant, and all these people from her school there. And her principal now, his husband, was my principal in high school. Nice. And so I was like, you should go say hi to him. I was like, nah, he don't remember me. She's like, you were in his office all the time. I bet he does. Yeah, there's a really good chance he remembers And you. he did. I didn't test it. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't either. test it. Uh, but I thought it was really weird that you said their fundraiser was at a Hooters. That just seemed really inappropriate. It wasn't, but uh, good, it was good, good shot at trying to be funny. It oh, was, bombshell! It, was a bombshell? I thought he said Hooters. Peaks. Yeah. It was Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, no, Twin it Peaks was, is uh, way better. It was Spring Creek Barbecue. Those hey, girls are educated. Shout out Twin Peaks. <laughs> we were looking for a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I would love Twin Peaks. Yeah, I want to do Twin Peaks. We do some fight companions there during the UFC shows. Speaking of UFC 205, looking humongous. Yes, this is a crazy car. It's gonna oh, be huge. God, did you see the press conference? <laughs> oh. I saw some guy that no one knows called out the Connor, fighter. Conor McGregor. No, he called out Conor McGregor's opponent. Oh, Eddie Alvarez? Yeah. <laughs> I'll fight that guy. <laughs> you know, literally, he's like, he, they have reporters come and ask questions, and they have like they let the fans ask questions too. And so this guy looked kind of official, and he's like, hey, uh, Eddie, you've often criticized Conor that he's not a, he's not a champion fighter because he never goes to the fifth round, blah, blah, blah. He said, but in, in your career, you've only gone to the fifth round twice, and in one of those, you got your A kicked, so who the F do you think you are? And then he flicks them off, and Conor McGregor's like, I don't know who that guy is, but I love him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it got out of hand immediately. I like, tweeted this out today. Oh, God. I, so yesterday I watched the uh, one of the guys that's fighting uh, somebody else in it. He tried to take a shot at, at Conor McGregor, and he just shut him down. <laughs> and then uh, they asked Conor something about, like, about the fight with uh, Eddie Alvarez, and so Connor just starts clowning on Eddie Alvarez. And uh, when I got done, I thought to myself, and I tweeted this out: I was like, Connor McGregor's everything I wanted to be when I was a kid. Like, <laughs> this guy actually did it. Yeah, he, he really talks did. the talk, he walks the walk. Even when he got beat the first time by humble, Diaz, humble he humbled himself, and now he's just you know he's just he's straight up fire now. Yeah, man. and uh, listen, he's great. He okay. This is what I think of, of every fighter, of every athlete who competes at this level, this top level in sports and all of it, they have to have supreme confidence in their own abilities. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing what they did. Exactly. So anytime you ask a guy like Conor McGregor or a guy like LeBron James or a guy like James. Uh, Des Bryant or any of these any of these people, if you ask them, do you think you have a chance? Their answer is not only yes, but it's heck yes, and it's emphatic, and it's of course they're going to, and they have to believe that. Otherwise, it's it's almost like the, the tank's on, on half. If we've, always, we've always said this on this show. And we're going to stick with it till we die. If you don't believe in yourself, who will? That's right. 100%. Confidence is key. But if you look at some of the press conferences before now, the guys, they'd show up in their fight gear or, like, whoever there was promoting them. Right. Like, the tap outs and stuff. Yeah. And then Conor McGregor comes in, and he starts wearing suits and, like, Gucci and Armani stuff. Well, and you he, look at the UFC. And he starts talking to the media, too. Everybody is in suits. He's like, look at all these guys back here. Yeah. They want to be just like me. He's yeah. Like, well, he created it. He yeah. really did in a way because – before him, notorious. There wasn't as much talk in the in the in the, in the press conferences and stuff. No, just there were a lot of questions. Crap, hey, do you think you can beat him? Of course, I could beat him. I'm going to punch him. I'm going to knock him out. It's going to be the. I'm going to knock him out in the first round. <laughs> but now, when Conor yeah, McGregor that's... started doing it, he's like, "I made this man a millionaire." Hey, Nate Diaz, how's it feel to be a millionaire? <laughs> You're welcome, Nate. You're welcome, <laughs> Nate. And all of a sudden, it just builds up this this intensity to the fight where now, love him or hate him, you want to see it. Yeah, and so. You got to have that in combat sport. You got to have those people you want to watch. I think one of the things I'll hit this real quick, and then we'll jump into some other stuff. Uh, I think one of the things they've been kind of criticizing is um, this whole fight kind of setup. And Conor McGregor's the guy, like, hey, look, and he already proved it with you two hundred. This is how much I want to fight because I'm who I am. 
you give me this much or, or I go. Right. And uh, Eddie Alvarez, on the other hand, like didn't want to do that. Like he like he wanted the fight because UFC 205 is in New York. It's the first time in like forever that there's been yep, yep. Uh, any kind of fighting in, in New York. And he had to be on. He wanted to be on. I think he's from New York, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Um, and so he didn't even like do any kind of reconditioning of his contract or something. So he's not even getting like a huge pay. He just paid for picked it. up like a fight option. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I'll take the fight. Like, I'll take it. I want it. And yeah. he's like, this guy wouldn't even. Uh, he's taking the same stuff as he got last fight. And, well, and, and, he's and like, I ordered this fight like ten days ago. I said <laughs> yes. They didn't call someone back home. They called us. Said, okay, you got my money. I'm in the fight. <laughs> and that's the thing is Conor McGregor. He's not. He knows what he's worth. He knows what he's worth. He knows what he brings to the sport. Now, the UFC has done a good job of building people, but also ignoring people. And by that, I mean when Conor McGregor wasn't in UFC 200, they moved on. They did. They, they said, okay, Conor McGregor's on the fight. And UFC 200 failed. It was a not a great uh, card. It wasn't a great card. I don't think failed. It wasn't a great card, but I don't think it failed. Card. There were too many people who came out. Uh, when John Jones miss was announced like three days before the fight, uh, was it, it was John yeah, Jones, John right? John Jones, Daniel Cormier, like a week before. So yeah. But even like you had Brock Lesnar and Mark Hunt was a big fight. Then you come to find out Brock Lesnar got popped for steroids. steroids afterwards. The main event got bumped, and it was Misha Tate versus Nunez, and Nunez just destroyed and her. And Misha Tate t- taps out of a non-submission oh God, I submission. I love Misha Tate. She was, I do, too. I saw that on your blog, and I, I loved so every good. pick there. Uh, but this fight's got three title fights. It's got... Um, like two or three undercard fights with big name people on but it. Let it's me ask you this: Do you think this card is stacked now because they don't know who's going to be standing when it comes time to possibly? Fight? That's I a mean, that's a good that's a good um, good option there. Like it I mean, might not you know if, if you put ten great fights on it and six of we, them we happen, got, you got two main event fights. You got McGregor Alvarez for the title, then you got Tyrone Woodley versus um, Stephen Thompson, Wonder Boy Thompson. Yeah, something happens to either one of those guys, you still got a huge main event title fight, right? So let's jump into some both big, of them will go out. <laughs> let's jump into some big title fights. Title, title fight news. Oh, soon and very soon, the battle for Nerd Thug Radio Hero Clicks supremacy <laughs> is going down. Yes. So if you guys don't know, uh, we're gonna be. We've talked about we want to do YouTube content, so we're getting our first um, YouTube content type stuff lined up. Basically, what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be having a battle for Hero Clicks supremacy. It's gonna be involving the three of us. And uh, we're going to be having um, our boy Donnie Utah has been on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also are going to be having uh, our boy Brian Lumen, magic expert, who is afraid to talk on the radio. Yeah, he won't come no on the skills. show. Um, we're also going to be... Did you say he has no skills? He has no skills. Dang. Uh, we will also Correct. be featuring uh, Games Manager of Space Cadets Collection Collection, uh, BMEC, a.k.a. Brian McMeans, will be in this ter- little tournament. Um, the guy who runs the Hero Clicks for Space Cadets, uh, Austin Goobler, will be... Um, Participating? Did you make up his last name? No, it's Goobler. No, it's not. It's the Gobbler Goobler. No. Look it up on the Facebook. G-U-B-L-E-R. Austin, Austin Goobler. I'm not going to let him do that to you, dude. I'll I'm show gonna, it to I'm you. I'm going to look up your show. last name. I'm going to defend you. And then last but not least, uh, <laughs> our boy Mike Hoffman, uh, one of the guys who ran games when we first got into Hero Clicks. Oh, he's he's so great. He's going to be I'm going to say this. One of the nicest things I could possibly say about another Hero Clicker. Mike Hoffman is probably the reason I still play Hero Clicks. He's so great. Besides myself. Well, we would play friendly, but I probably wouldn't play other people. If it hadn't been for how awesome Mike was Running the as games. a judge at Swords and Superheroes, he was uh, he was the one of my first matches. Yeah, and so let me let he me. Also, just... He also gave me my first set of dice. I still use those dice to this day. Nice. So let me just kind of run through this real quick. Uh, so my very first time I go to Swords and Superheroes to play, uh, I have, I've played in one other event. <laughs> I've played in one other event at a different at a different location. People weren't as friendly. No, they weren't. It was, it was kind of a rough event for me. I got through it though, but I was like, man, 
I don't really know how I feel about playing Hero Clicks with other people. Everyone was kind of, Ugh. but this other store was way closer to me. Uh, it was on Sundays, which was a better time and schedule for me. So I walk in the door and I'm playing, and I don't know any of these folks. And they just, I, I show up every Sunday and I get my butt kicked by these guys over and over and over again. But they're nice. We're having a good time. They're fun. They're inclusive. I think I think it's one of the better the better things about like Hero Clicks is that the community is very very welcoming. Generally, it is. And 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 Mike Mike made a point except to for them. those damn Ragnarok guys. Yeah, I hate them. Just kidding. <laughs> no, um, Mike's and Ragnarok. Yeah, <laughs> but, so but, so and Mike would go out of his way. He always does to make people feel included and to talk to people and to thank them for coming and to try and get feedback on like other event ideas and things like that. So Mike was always really helpful in the beginning when I would talk about team builds. He was a judge, so when you play him, it's automatically a loss for him. So he would tell you things. He'd be like, hey, man. You should try this next hey, time. You know, do this next just time. be aware of this. You got these options here. What are you thinking about right here? So really, he helped me as a player. And then I find out, because you keep saying, you say, hey, man, you got these contests. We should enter the ROCs and the state events and things like that. And I was like, Joey, I'm getting my butt kicked every Sunday. It's like, yeah, but who cares, man? Let's go have fun. Right. So we go to this thing, and then I figure out when I get there and I see the listing that all the people I've been playing against for the last year are like the top 20 players in, in the country. <laughs> they all play at this one little store, and Mike's on this team with all of these people. Uh, so it made me feel a lot better about the fact that they've been kicking my butt for years. Like, okay, well, maybe I'm just a top 40 player uh, playing right. against all these top 20 guys. But it was kind of interesting, but Mike is awesome. Mike's one of my favorite yeah, people. Yeah, and we, we love Mike the heroes. I doesn't remember that first game, but it was Fear Itself, month one. He only used his dice. That was the best, that was the best thing. God, Nico just has this big smile on his he face. He really does right now. Mike is so great. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and you know, here at Nerd Thug Radio, we love the game Hero Clicks. We do. By no means do we have the accolades to call ourselves great at the game. Uh, I am great at the game. You're not. Uh, we've probably all I, been. I'm, in, I'm, I'm average at best. <laughs> we, we've we've probably played in a, a total of together. What you say? Um, if we're counting the same event three times, probably twenty. No, events. let's not count the same event three times. Let's then just say probably eight events. Eight total events. Yeah. And between the three of us, and I guess Lumen's really our our fourth person in this yeah, group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got three top sixteen finishes. Yeah. No so resource not, team. Not, that's true. Not, that's not true. great. I played, I played the Ant-Man uh, before. It was cool. That's true. But uh, we love the game. Uh, but anyways, it's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to film it. Uh, we're getting that started pretty soon. I'm not going to give any more details about it, but I'll be looking forward to it coming. Uh, it'll be a six-week episodic, and you'll get you know, stuff gonna, for six We're going to channel our inner wrestling, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully we can get also, some that in there. Also, me and Corey drew each other first round, like always. Yeah, so it's going to be <laughs> yeah. There's a pretty good first-round matchup, so it'll, it'll be a good time. But in the meantime... Uh, let's talk some more hero clicks. Uh, last week we've been hyping up for uh, a month or four months now. Yeah, this Civil War OP event. We talked a little Civil War last last ep- uh, um, segment. Yep, yep, yep. And this past weekend we we finished month four. Unfortunately, um, I wasn't able to attend. Yeah. Civil War is now officially over. You could have been there, Nico, but I don't know what you were doing. I was at home. It was Victoria's birthday. Yeah, yeah. You could have been out in time to go to dinner. <laughs> Her birthday was like six days before. Her birthday was the entire week. That's true. Yeah. That is how females do their birthdays. But, uh, yeah, so we had some fun playing. Um, me and Corey were there. Uh, it was The first three months were uh, Battle Royal formats. Yes. And this month they did, did something a little different. I did play in one of those, and I did get demolished. They, uh, yeah, they did too. something a little different here, and then we did a uh, standard two-booster Swiss. Yeah. Um, and, and, Corey, we, we both uh, ended doing fairly well. Fairly well. I mean, I finished second. Mike, or no, Mike didn't finish first. Uh, the little kid Ricky finished first. Right. I finished second that last week. Corey, you finished third. I believe I was third. You were third. So I mean, out of there's eight people there. Yeah. So we got second and third. Uh, I finished second overall mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. whole month. 
you finished fourth overall. Overall, yep. so out of out of ten, twelve people. So I'm the Danica um, Patrick. I don't win any races, but just by showing up every week, I score a lot of points. You're there. I'm like the Nate Diaz of Hero Clicks. Oh, okay, all right. I I, I discovered that. Like I I, I went I, female racer. Yeah. He goes UFC fighter. Okay. I, I drew right. that comparison. Like I always put on a good show, but I don't always win. Okay, you know that's, fair. Like, that's fair. That's fair. I know I'm like a 22 and like 15. You know yeah. what I mean? But like. <laughs> yeah. I can draw the big crowd. I'm like, oh crap! I gotta fight Diaz, dude. That guy hits hard. He doesn't go away. That's not gonna be easy. But you know, somehow they squeak it out. <laughs> sometimes, fair. and then sometimes I get I the play, win. I play hard gimmick, and I'd say that it works really well oh, or really Nico, terribly. You you play brutal hard gimmick. You play only gimmick. And, and we'll, it, we'll get into it some works, of the. It works sometimes. Yeah, we'll get and when it works, it's gimmicks. brilliant. But when it's when it doesn't when it's, work, it's you know, oh, a shed. Oh, we'll, get, we'll get into some of the gimmicks uh, with Nico here in a minute. Corey, want to talk a little bit about? The team you played this last weekend, or yeah, so uh, with the Swiss, this is the first time you actually get to build a team because so of the Battle Royal. Yeah, you, you draw this this scenario. You you buy well, two boosters, right? And you get ten figures, and you build a three hundred point team with those figs, right? So there's no limit on how many figures, just the points. Correct. So I had a four man team, four man squad. Oh yeah, um, and I played with the Speed Freak, and I purposely was trying to choose characters I hadn't used yet. Good so idea. I chose the Falcon. Uh, also, mm-hmm. I hadn't I hadn't even gotten or gotten to use a Taskmaster yet. That's right. So I used him as well. That's and so piece. then Radioactive Man and Speed Freak, I had just used the night before for the first time. I had great success with them. So, we'll so I rolled them again. Them. Yeah, do it again. And you finished uh, two and one. I finished two and one with your quite only, a bit of points. And your only loss was? To you. To me. You, you uh, trashed you waited, to You waited me. for that. I, I gave it to him. Look, he. I uh, I told him. Captain. I, first of all, we agreed we would just do a roll-off, and I won the roll-off. <laughs> <You> did. So... <laughs> So technically, okay. I won. So this, this is what this is what I want to get at here, real quick. So I got my first win in uh, the big uh, Quiz Kids event. So there, there's four of us. If we're going to count Lumen, and part of Nerd Thug Radio, the Click Squad. Okay. And we played, like we said, in eight big tournaments. Out of these eight big tournaments, there's probably we always twenty to forty people there. At least once a tournament, we all. Like, I've we played play. both of you in the same tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Nico I've, has been the, the butt of that more than once. Yeah. And I played Lumen twice, and I've drawn Corey once and Nico once. Yeah. It's just crazy how that works. Yeah, so when me and Corey look at each other, I was like, hey, dude, let's just roll off. Screw it. Yeah. It's like, all right. So we rolled the roll. He beats me. He's like, well, just roll off. We're done. Like, yeah, nah, let's just play. And then I just stomped him. Yeah. I missed play. my Alpha Strike, and that was. So I, I played uh, the, the common Iron Man, the 001. It's a good Iron, Iron Man. Man. It's really good. 80 points. It's like eight clicks. 80 points. It's with, It's impervious with the leadership and the rage combat yeah, expert. It's not, a, it's not a bad piece. And uh, and then Microbe, I think, is, is way o- yeah. overpowered. So I played Microbe. Um, he doesn't do a whole lot, but he's traded out with. Right. So you can't counter it. And then and the outwit also comes with a minus to the defense. Defense the entire turn, not just if you lose it like Perplex right. would be. Uh, and then I pulled Atlas for the first time. I never played good, him at I all. Like so I rolled with him. And then uh, to stick with some Thunderbolts, I, I rocked with uh, Jack-O-Lantern. Yeah. And, uh, so the thing the thing on your team was, this isn't, this isn't a knock at all because this is great for you. You had two of probably four pieces in the whole set. With huge damage modifiers, two of them. Yeah, I mean Atlas and Iron Man both can one, can one with range combat yeah. and one one with range combat and then one. And he starts with like three or four clicks and it's charge with. Uh, needless to say, he's a giant figure with no super strength, which just perplexed me. <laughs> but um, I took you know after I was done, I was gonna play Namorita. Yeah, and I was like, no, oh, no, I'll, I'll stick with Jack Lantern because he she, can fly. Kind of Namorita is kind of like a worse Banshee <clears throat> from Deadpool. Yeah, well, like. Uh, I went with because I had Atlas with close combat. I had um, Iron Man for range, and so I was like, "Do I go to more close combat or do I go more range?" And um, Jack O' Lantern, my f- two of my three matches didn't do jack squat. Like 
he died the first shot against uh, my first opponent. He's not. He's not. A, he's not a guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have and a then, lot of uh, my last opponent. He didn't die, but he got knocked off of his like good clicks. So his last one. But with Corey mm-hmm. against him, he actually did shine a bit because yeah. he can see through hindering. So his taskmaster, taskmaster, and and stealth, I was able to shoot right through it. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of important because they're they're kind of moving away from the whole like. I can see through stealth, and I can get yeah, rid of they, all your... Yeah, not a lot of characters now have the improved targeting. Yeah. Um, so, also, you know, Taskmaster doesn't have a lot of damage reducers. Yeah, it's so the stealth like super is huge. You know, I like, I, you know, when I first pulled... I pulled it that Taskmaster month two, and everyone was like, oh, man, it's a really good piece, because he's got this little gimmick where you can turn him to any click. Because he, he, can, he can copy any ability. If he's next to a character, he can choose a, 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 a... Next to an opposing character. Next to an opposing character, he can choose a combat value that's... His is less, and he'll get plus one to that, which is kind of cool, but you have to be next to them to right, do that. Which is dangerous. But then he can turn his dial to any click, and then... And each each click kind of has its own setup. One is yeah. set up for up close, one set a couple are set up for range. some for support and stuff like that. Yeah. And then go back. And uh, I used him month two and did... No, I didn't use him month two. I I, I, pulled, I got him because we... The little draft we did. Yeah. Uh, but I got him the Friday night before we played. You did, you did pull him, but you, you ended up drafting him. Yeah, and so... Uh, but I mean, yeah, it was. Where I got my uh, Goliath. Yeah, oh. it was. Um, but yeah, it was. It was. It was fun. But you're right. Like he his... only does two damage unless you get him on that range combat expert, right. which kind of hurts. Or the exploit weakness. Right. I mean, it's just it's 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 a it's a tough. It, the dial doesn't change at all, which is helpful, and so you yeah, can kind of plan around it. The numbers are the same. The numbers are the same all the way through, so that's helpful. But yeah, you kind of wish he did a little bit more. Although flipping back and forth between the outwits and the perplexes and Can the help. sidesteps. And my, and my first opponent played him, and the outwits he had ended up uh, helping him yeah. in, that, in that scenario. Yeah, it's a really sure. good power. It is. Being able to ch- pick the dials is super helpful because it lets you be – it lets you have flexibility of a range or clo- – like, okay, well, i got to get up close for this guy, so let me get up close. And so, like, I would just generically just – Pick up Fat Microbe with Iron Man, just fly him <laughs> around, outwit something, and then just start striking. Right. Microbe is a free outwit. That is totally yeah, true. It's pretty, it pretty it's, awesome. It's obnoxious. But, hey, we both went 2-1. Yeah, uh, had a good time. came away with some I great feel, pieces. I feel like that's the record of the century. Like, we're always 2-1. Like, yeah. <laughs> every single time it's Swiss, two and one, it's 2-1. 2-1. Two two one. Two one. Two one. Hey, man. It's better than we first started. I was oh. always 1-2. Yeah, there you go. Or 0-3. Oh or 0-3, oh yeah. I, I've gone 0-4 oh personally. And so, I me and Nico have started a little tradition here. Yep. Nico Lunchtime clicks. Nico lives uh, about 10 minutes. It takes me like nine and a half minutes to get to his house for my work. So we have started playing clicks at lunch. Lunchtime clicks. Here we so go. So we've got three matches in so far. I'm so jealous. You are jealous. You know what? You should quit your job and come. You should come back and work for me. Yeah, right. That's not happening. No. <laughs> so the first. And not because we couldn't work together. Yeah. <laughs> if I become boss, I'll bring you back. All right. That's not right. as a driver. That's no, for sure. I'll bring no. you back as something good. Jeez. So the, fir- the first. Um, the first battle we had, uh, it was my choice, right, on what we, what we yeah, had going yeah. on. Um, what did we go with? 300 points? 300 points, no resources. No resource. But you could use um, possession and... And uh, special objects. Yeah. So, Nico, what team did you run? I ran an Avengers team using the Prime Star brand. It wasn't one. an Avengers team because you used the Atom. I did, well, it was an Avengers team, but I, I didn't. I had ID cards. I went gimmicky theme this time. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. He went gimmicky theme this time. I uh, was themed and he wasn't. When's the last time you heard that scientist. story? Never. Yeah, scientist. I had a, Yeah, I, yours was a good theme. Mm-hmm. It was scientist, which is a bonkers one because he had Doc Ock and some other stuff. Go ahead, he'll, tell he'll, me your team. So my team was Starbrand, the 150-point prime. Avengers Assembled. Avengers Assembled. Uh, he's fun, but he really didn't do a whole lot with his low attack. 
Yeah. Didn't hit anything. Well, I trapped him. And he also got trapped. <sighs> uh, he trapped himself, actually. I that was my that. mistake. I believe that. If you want to be honest. All right. And then I had uh, <laughs> the 80-point Iron Man from Civil War. Then I had the new uh, Super Air from Superior Foes, the Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Which I was really excited Ooh. when I first saw it, but now I'm not excited about it. It's actually it's really good. I just played him really badly. After seeing it play. He yeah. didn't play it bad. I just destroyed it. That's all. Well, yeah. well I'm getting it. two different stories here. So which, which is it? Here, here's my thing before like before we go on further the story. So they're kind of getting away from duo figures being duo figures, right? So it's the Luke Cage, um, it's, Iron it's Fist basically duo, Luke Cage or Iron Fist, but it's not the duo where you can split and merge and stuff, right? Because there's not enough points, right? They've got two different. You can either pick Luke Cage or Iron Fist. They've got separate dials on the same. On so the same one probably thing. has like super strength and damage, right. Reducers. Yeah. So my and thing one is. Has it's it's fairly it was, cheap though, so I mean was, that, this was, is the plus. It's fifty points, and also I, I made my personal mistake because I got mollywopped by this uh, Doc Ock because um, he can make four attacks in a turn. Yes, pop, and, pop, 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 pop. and he outwitted my damage reducer. What I should have done is switched over to uh, Iron Fist because he has traded uh, combat reflexes, so it would have made my defense like twenty. But the, my yeah. only my only yeah. my only fault with this character is yes, okay, it's only fifty points, so that's the plus. But you're basically you have two close combat type. Fighters well, on you the use same him one. as a close combat piece, and then you you right. pick accordingly the damage. I, yeah, I, I get where he's. I get where the usefulness comes from, because you you don't have to choose is he range or is he close. He is close, and now is it am I hitting or am I defending? Yeah. Which and, I guess is kind of cool because okay, let me go through this. The guy's got they also they also have different stats. Like Luke Cage is like a ten attack, but he's got super strength, so he can hit really hard. And then Iron Fist has low damage. He's got like precision strike, so it goes through like super senses. Go, yeah. Right. So right. then I rolled my scientist theme. Uh, I basically I pulled the super rare Doc Ock from the new Spider-Man set, so I wanted to play him. So I built a scientist team with him, and uh, I ran the Protector from the uh, Civil War, no, Age of Ultron. Yep. yep and then yep. I also ran uh, Fitz and Simmons from Shield. Love them. Love them. And then uh, I had Proteus uh, possessive or equipped to Doc Ock, and then I also ran the Spider-Man symbiote. Uh, special object. See, he tried to he tried to double he tried to double up like you did. Yeah, yeah. You can't double up. That's against the rules. But I, I but I destroyed him. Yeah, yeah. I got I got my up. I got my up. Well, you know what? I'll give you to this, Nico. Yeah, that match did last two lunch periods. It did last two lunch. Which unlike unlike the next match, the, where yeah, I played Shumagora. So then and the next one. So then the next one, I'm like, all right, Nico, you pick <laughs> you pick the uh, the idea. And he bought the Shumagorath. You bought it at uh, uh, Space Cadets. Space Cadets. So it was a uh, con exclusive back in the day. And so Nico's like, I'm gonna have this 600 points. So I built this 600-point baller team. And, and I get you actually utterly decimated. It was decimated. like squads. It had three squads, and I beat him in two turns. Yeah, yeah I got decimated. <laughs> but then just keep things short, Nico redeemed himself. We played this week uh, theme, t- theme teams, and he, he beat me. I played pretty badly. Uh, Metropolis, the greatest theme of all so, time. Well, you and I have always said this, though, going back to the Sumagorath, with only one action coming from Sumagorath and then six actions coming against him. It's kind of tough. It's a thousand tiny cuts. It's kind of Death cuff. by a kinda, thousand kinda cuts. Tough. So we've got a few minutes here left. Uh, Corey, you've got some dating stuff going on. So instead of closing out the show with <laughs> tweets today, Nico, find some uh, classical music. I'll find the classical music. You find the classical music, and we're going to hear some, uh, some internet dating, dating some, stories, some, some horror stories, advice some horror stories? from the oh, Corey DLG. Yeah. Right, so if you haven't ever played the game Hero Clicks, it's like uh, chess. The greatest game of all time. Chess with superpowers. Ch- chess with superpowers for nerds. Oh, yeah. On steroids. Yes. It's the greatest. It's the all greatest. right, so let's, let's start this, this conversation. So we got into this because you uh, were going to attempt to date this Hearing impaired female. Right, I was, was very I was, cute. I was reaching out on the Didn't OK Cupid to this deaf chick. Um, also, I, I brought this up because when you and I went to go celebrate Tricky Vicky's uh, birthday mm-hmm. downtown with your wife, mm-hmm. uh, your wife was like, I, I could never be single 
And I'm like, I'm like, you have no idea. You have no idea how crazy <laughs> I couldn't it do is. it either, man. So, so that's what kind of got this started is I was telling her, I was like, listen, like, just be so glad you're married. All I have to do to remind my friends whenever any one of my, because all my friends are married now. Find some art. So, okay. so all of my friends are married now. And so basically, you're the last I, one I'm, I'm the last one. So yeah. all my friends, whenever they're Besides mad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, but I'm 18. <laughs> whenever they're mad at their wives, I get the text or the call where they're like, they're like, bro. And so, have I ever given you that text? Um, every once in a while, I'll catch you when you're in a bad mood because of something that's just happened. But you actually do a good job of like, you don't go out of your way to complain about your wife. You guys are pretty happy. Yeah, we got it going on. Uh, but so that's like, all, all her, to her credit. See how that works? <laughs> see, see, see what he did there, guys. Take a take a listen. That's right. Happy wife, happy life. That's so, true words that have never been spoken. So I'll always get like the the you know the the SOS call when someone's having that bad day. And I, I just remind him, I said, listen, man, until you've been told by a girl who has pictures of 12 different cats in her dating profile that you're not interesting enough, like, you don't know how good you have it. Like, you have no idea how good you have it. 12 cats are more interesting than me? Yeah. Yes. Come on. Yeah. You've well, you been, got, you've you're literally destroyed. cuddling with three fat tabbies, and you'd rather do that than hang out with me? Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You have no idea. Yeah. Enjoy your bottle of red and hope your cats eat you when you die. Like... <laughs> Sorry, that was a little bitter. Who <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> was a little salty over here? But uh, but yeah. So basically, you know, the online dating is—it's rough out there. It's very rough. Uh, I've had some awkward dating experiences. I'm trying to think. Let me let me let me see. Uh, one time, I went on a date with a girl. While we were out on the date, uh, she got engaged with her boyfriend. Awesome. Yeah. What? Yeah. Awesome. So That's amazing. The, the quick of that story is I knew she was seeing somebody, somebody else. Uh, you know, we were kind of keeping it loose though. That's okay. Not a big deal. Uh, but she, she gives me the text one day. She's like, I'm so mad at him. It's over. Blah, blah, blah. Let's go let's, get dinner. Let's go get, let's go get some dinner. All right, cool. So we're hanging out. We're getting dinner. Then we go get some drinks and we're talking. We're having a good time. It's going well. And then, uh, the phone rings. She's like, I, I really do need to take this. And I was like, all right, well, I'll just hang out here. No big deal. She's gone for like 40 minutes. Ooh. Now, while she's gone, you actually stopped by the bar, Joey. You and Allie. This is a long time ago. You actually stopped by the bar. You guys come in for a drink. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on a date right now, but I don't know where she's at. Where are we all at? Fridays? We were at Rookies. Oh, and wow. You, this is a long time ago. You guys, like, jumped into Rookies, and you're like, uh, you're like, hey, um, yeah, where, you? where is she? And I was like, I don't. I don't know. It's been a while. I said, you guys want to hang out and have a drink? I said, if she shows up, just get lost. And you guys are like, all right, yeah. Sure, why not? So we had a drink. Then you guys are like, well, we're going to go somewhere else. Said, okay, well, let me see what's going on here, and I might meet you up later. Y'all leave. She comes back about 10 minutes later, and she's, like, crying. So I was like, okay, well, this is going to be some weird after date fool around now. Uh, and she was like, she was like, so you're never going to believe what just happened. And I was like, uh, is everyone okay? And she was like, I'm engaged. And I was like, I'm going to go pay the tab. All right. Tab, please. Yeah. Check, please. Check. <laughs> All right. You got, you, got another, you got another good story? Um. Yeah, I definitely... This is our last story to take us out on. All right. Okay. So I met a... Much happier uh, this time. You got to do it in 30 seconds. All right. Here we go. Uh, I like this song. So we, uh, I, I met this girl at a coffee shop. She was like, hey, just meet me up here at this little... It was kind of like a Starbucks, but it wasn't. It was like a mom and pop version of. And this was uh, this was about three years ago on Kirkendall, kind of close to 20. So I meet up at this coffee shop, and there's a band that's like, it's like a little guitar guy and his like tambourine friend are playing in the corner. Guitar guy and tambourine dude. Yeah. So we're we're hanging out, her and I, we're having a coffee and we're kind of chit-chatting. And uh, 
she gets up to go to the restroom, and the guy playing the guitar, I don't think I've ever told you this, the guy playing the guitar, he stops, and he walks over to my table, and he goes, what do you think you're doing? And I said, uh, what? And he goes, what do you think you're doing? And I said, I don't, I mean, do I need to, was I supposed to buy a ticket? I was like, I don't know what you're, like, I have no idea. Like, I don't know what this Nothing is. is connected. Yeah, I was like, I don't understand what's happening. And he goes, bro, that's my girlfriend. And I, I was like, uh, she invited me here? I said, I don't know. I said, I met her on OkCupid. Okay Maybe like, you should talk to her. I was like, she's on a dating app, guy. I was like, so I don't know what's going on between you guys. She comes out of the, she comes out of the restroom at this point and sees us talking. And immediately from across the, the, I mean, not a huge place. There's right. like three other people in the room because these guys suck. But she goes, oh, my God, really? Devin, you're going to do this here? Really? And she just leaves. She just walks out the door. <laughs> and so now I'm sitting here looking at a guitar player guy, and I'm sipping on a coffee that I don't even like because I don't drink coffee all Coffee's that often. Gross. I love I'm not, coffee. Like, I do like cappuccinos. I do like some like super sweet lattes. I'm not a coffee guy. So I'm sipping on this doctored coffee, and this guy's in my, like, he's just, he, he won't go away. Finally, I was like, are you on break, or when does the next song start? And literally, the manager leaned over the bar and was like, why'd the music stop? And he had to go back and keep playing, and as soon as he started playing, I left. Like Moral of the story, uh, internet dating, nope, yeah. swipe left. Meet someone nice, stay together forever, don't do it. That's going to wrap it up for another exciting edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, come see us in Lafayette this weekend. Uh, next weekend, we'll talk all about it. For Joey Savage, Core DLG, Nico DLG, this is Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to ya. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Old Star, Check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.